This is a HeadGum Podcast. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Three years. Three years since this podcast's last visit to the Midwest hot beef and cold dairy chain founded in 1934 in the town of Normal, Illinois. A momentous but often contentious three years in Doughboy's history that parallel the travails of planet Earth. The rise of the far right in the West and populist opposition movements in the East, the continuation and pending conclusion of the Disney Star Wars sequel trilogy, and the birth, death, and rebirth of the Popeye's chicken sandwich. And this burger and sweet treat chain with a rhyming name, too, has had some momentous recent history. Under the stewardship of majority stakeholder Sardar Beglari, the Trump-esque Maxim magazine publisher who engineered its hostile takeover in 2008 and probably added his name to the signage, the chain expanded from the Midwest to blanket North America and establish outposts overseas. An adventure that may have been an exercise in hubris by Beglari, as a rash of new locations have shuttered in quick succession. Billings, Montana, opened and closed. Fresno, California, opened and closed. Millersville, Maryland, opened and closed. And subsequently, its franchise owner arrested for attempting to murder his wife and burn down his business for insurance money in the face of crushing financial pressures. The chain's quixotic UK expansion, too, ended after its lone British Isles location brexited less than two years after its founding. The closures even touched a location reviewed by this very podcast and guest. Its Victorville, California outlet closed in February of 2018. That same year, the number of customers hit an eight-year low, as same-store sales dropped 5.1%. So as the planet burns, often literally from ever-increasing global temperatures, will the sun metaphorically rise once again on Sardar Baglari's Heartland Hamburgery? This week, on the final new Doughboys of 2019, we return, once again, to Steak and Shake. Welcome to Doughboys, the podcast about chain restaurants. I'm Nick Weiger, alongside my co-host, adult Buzz McAllister, the spoon man, Mike Mitchell. All right. I mean, that's, come on. That's it's just, topical and it's seasonal. You're just doing that because we posted this online and you said, Mitch is going to think he's he's Kevin. Yeah, you do. No, I no, I am him. Someone posted a Home Alone photo of, it was, I don't know the third character was, but it, it uh-huh. was, it's it's Kevin and Buzz and, is that another one with a kid, McAllister kids? What Buzz? No, the third. The, there was a one more kid. Oh yeah, it was the cousin. The cousin. Okay, so yeah. it's like it's the three of them. This got tweeted out. It got shared by us. You guys know how social media works. And uh, it was it was the guest photo of you and me and Paul Rust, our good buddy. Yeah. And someone was like, "Oh, that looks like that." Yeah. And then you said that you were that you were Macaulay. You said Mitch is going to think he's Kevin. Yeah. And I and I do. You're Buzz, you fucking Buzz piece of shit. <laughs> I'm not Buzz. I look more Macaulay than you did when I, at that age. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. Oh, fuck you. Uh, so, I looked like Buzz. No, you didn't look like Buzz. You, we both look like Macaulay, but has, I look more Macaulay really, than you. Has it really been three years since Steak and Shake? The yeah, last we, met, we went. We returned. The last time we went oh, was Jesus. like it was that long ago. That was a while what ago. The fuck's been going on. I mean, that was the last one. What hasn't been going on in this world, huh? Question: Turmoil. Are, 
Are you? A, uh, do, do they stop you at the border of normal Illinois? <laughs> You're weird. You're too weird to come here. Go to abnormal Indiana, the next state. <laughs> uh, that roast was courtesy of Kyle Loader. He, he writes, this roast courtesy of Huel Hauser, whatever that means. Roastspoonman at gmail.com if you have an insult you like me use on Mitch at the top of the show. What does that mean? I don't know. It's very cryptic. All right, look. we, we got to introduce our guest because he's already chopping out the bit. Should we just introduce him first? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Wait, introduce him before the drop? Yes. <sighs> Fine. This is a break from form, but... Uh, our, All right, he's coming in before the drop. Our guest, our first ever... Pre-drop guest, a writer whose credits include Brooklyn Nine-Nine, Fist Fight, and the upcoming film Sonic the Hedgehog, Evan Susser is back. Guys. What's up, Kamish? Great to be here. Sus? December 6th. Yeah. 2019. Uh-huh. Reddit.com. Can't believe I'm going to say this as a subject. Uh-huh. But mm. I miss Susser. <laughs> <laughs> By popular demand. Wow. <laughs> I'm back. <laughs> we made it happen. And we were back Red, to Steak and Shake. Reddit uses The it. overwhelming amount of 11 comments. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I missed him. Uh, yeah, truly my favorite episodes. I respectfully disagree. <laughs> oh, huh. He irks me to no end. I would rather have a run of Bugman episodes than a single Susser appearance. Okay, well, anyway, I'm back, guys. <laughs> Um, We're thrilled to have you. Posted by Reddit user Mrs. Susser. <laughs> yes, is that my mom or my wife? Uh, that's your mom. Yeah. Your 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 wife. Hmm, does she want you at Doughboys and out of the house, or does she want you back at the house? <laughs> mm, good question. <laughs> Varies by the day. Hit the drop, Mitch. All right, here we go. How the hell to Spoon Nation, everybody? Last drop of the of 2019. Was it a good year? We'll know. talk about it. We'll talk. We will talk mm. about it. Uh, Wags, I got news for you today. Yeah, it's a two drop day. It's a double drop day. Double drop day. Because wow. we we heard a, we heard a drop before, but here's the first drop. And holding and holding. We spotted the fugitives. They fry now? They fry now. All right. Well. That was the first drop. That was the first drop. I like that one. That was by Caleb Dempson. Hi, Caleb. Hey, boys. If you just just watched Rise of Skywalker, this would be an appropriate drop, but feel free to use it at any time. Your pal, Kale B. It's weird that when this episode is out, it Mm -hmm. will be... We, on Rise of... Wait, what's it called? Return Eve. of Skywalker? Return of Skywalker Eve. It will be the day it actually releases. It's not ri- Return of no, Skywalker. Oh, Rise Return. of Skywalker. Rise of Skywalker. Is it Rise of the... Rise ri- of the Skywalker? Is it's that what it is? Rise of Skywalker. I mean, Rise of Skywalker. This is why it sucks already. It's confused. It's a little unclear. You're such... I, I can't believe... Weiger ranked his Star Wars favorite Star Wars movies, and he put Last Jedi above... The original Star Wars. Yeah, I put it third. Empire One. A movie that originally... Empire One, Return of the Jedi 2, Last Jedi 3, Star Wars 4. You troll. I'm not trolling. I'm saying how I feel. Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker. Star Star Wars Wars, The The Rise Rise of Skywalker. Is that the first one with a the in there? The Force Awakens. Okay, it's the second one with the in there. God, well, according to... Vampire Strikes Back. Wait, they all no, wait, three of the not, new ones have thus. Not, not, the oh, Disney, the Disney sequel trilogy is all thus. The Force Awakens. The God, Force Awakens. That's so stupid. 
The Last Jedi and The Rise mm-hmm. of Skywalker. They're all thus. Thus. Thus, thus. It, it must mean something. <laughs> JJ has been pr- putting these little clues throughout, <laughs> just sprinkling them in there. C-3PO's red arm, the mysterious lightsaber that Maz Kanata found, and it, the presence of the word the in every subtitle. It's just funny to me that you hated Last Jedi, you wanted to kill JJ, etc. Those are two different thoughts. Oh, yeah, that, that was after that was after The Force Awakens, yeah. you wanted to kill JJ. And then I saw him again with an open mind, and I like him. That's, that's... You didn't like the prequels at some point, you came around, now you like the prequels. I, I, actually, the same liked, sort of... I actually did like the prequels at first, and then my, my people really were like, they suck. And then I was like, yeah, maybe they do suck. Yeah, sure. Was I a follower and a loser? Yes. But just like you're being now. Do you now, think you're potentially a follower and a loser now? Mm. No. Now I go by my own opinions. I don't care about <laughs> anybody, baby. Not even Jack and Bugman? <laughs> no, because I disagree with them on stuff. Okay. Mm. I do. Mm. Jack and I don't always agree on stuff. I like. I also like, uh, I like Rogue One. Yeah. I do. Do you think there's any chance you will flip again on any of your Star Wars opinions in your life? Whoa, that would be fun if you I, saw episode nine and flipped and you got you were you were like JJ. Hey, I might like episode nine. I haven't seen it yet. Do you think there's any chance that you flip on the prequels again? Um No, I I watched episode two and like there are bad parts in it, but I yeah. but overall I like like a lot of the ideas and stuff like that. Anyways, is Snoke the Emperor? Is the Emperor we're, friends of Snoke? We're going to know very soon. Um, friends? I don't that's, know. That, that's the big revelation. <laughs> you never knew the truth. Snoke and I are friends. Not Actually, best friends. Just kind of good friends. I considered us besties. Ah, <laughs> uh, Snoke, look, this is awkward. Don't make this awkward. Uh. Do you think anyone will do... Like Adam Driver in Marriage Story, like yelling, but he's like yelling at Snoke or something. Oh, that's good. That would be a good match. Yeah, because it's all a bunch of fucking gloop now. <laughs> Comedy is a bunch of fucking dumb goop. You take two <laughs> things that aren't connected and you mash them up. And it that's does, what it, it is. There's no even internet companies that do it anymore. It's just fucking a guy somewhere. Yeah, the, a some, guy some realized he could guy. do what, these, what all these this internet... This is off topic, yeah. but I have a question. Mm-hmm. How do you make a meme? <laughs> Truly, I do not know. Like how people like there's a meme going around, uh-huh. and you're seeing it, and it has like text and stuff. And that bitch, do you know? I'm, I'm sure Wiger knows. I, you, you want to you want to tell you how to how you, how yeah. you can learn? Yeah, UCB meme one hundred and one. <laughs> there's UCB meme classes it's now. Four, if it's four hundred ninety five dollars for eight weeks. If it's I a great if value. I put in your last name, do I get a discount? You get <laughs> yeah, you get twenty percent off the first class. So. But tru- that but truly, exactly may- that maybe I'm very is. dumb. Yeah. But is there a place where all of these memes exist as pictures and then you put blank text? Is there like an app or something? I'm not trying to insult you, but this is like a question like my uncle would ask. <laughs> Mitch, do you know the answer? <laughs> there there are there are, are websites that generate me meme generator.com is meme one generate, of them. Here's so how you just here, go to meme generator. No, this, yeah. is, this is how you make it this is how you make a meme. Yeah. You get a still from a movie of like an iconic moment. No, I'm not talking about that. You I'm mean the, you mean the actual text, that meme text that you no, see? No, I understand that you could just see that text. Yeah, where it's like there's a, for example, this cat meme where the ones the people are yelling at the cat or whatever. Yes. I've seen like the memes, so then do I have to find a version? Because I want to make this meme, baby. Okay. Do I have to find the picture without any text, and then go to a meme generator and put it in? Will they just have it if it's a popular meme? As far as how, so, are, so I have a question for you today yeah. that I've never wondered before, but are you dumb? <laughs> <laughs> 
this is the big Doughboy season finale All revelation. Right. Susser is dumb. Someone, <laughs> so I think that these guys don't really know when they're stalling. But someone, please uh, tweet at me and explain how to make memes. I, I mean, if it's like I, someone will. Yeah. You, you just you 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 can use Photoshop to like ta- add to, text to yeah, an I image. Buy Photoshop. Not necessarily saying that's mean? one way to go, but I mean, like you is know, it, there are there are editors you can use to. You I can, have to hire an editor. No, not an not an actual editor. <laughs> like you can you you can have like an app on your phone that will add let you add text. And in fact, you can do that just natively I, in an iOS now. I I send my uh, I send my memes out to Scorsese's editor, <laughs> Thelma Shoemaker. Yeah, Thelma Shoemaker. Wow. She sends them back. Um. I had, I had a second drop, by the way. Oh boy! Wait, did you who you you said who gave us the first drop? Yes. What's the second drop? Paying attention. All right, dear Spoo Man, thank you for the many hours of entertainment you guys provide. I'm an indie hip hop artist from Chicago. Wow. And I wanted to submit a little rap jingle. I wrote about the show. Sorry, I, that was more than that in that sentence. Came up with some lines while listening, and my friend NASA seven seven three. I think I maybe said that wrong. Not yeah. Not, it's it's spelled like NASA. How do you say it's NASA? <laughs> NASA. I said NASA. NASA. It's spelled like it's spelled like NASA. <laughs> Stop saying it back to me. NASA seven seven three made a beat for it. Hope you guys dig it. Thanks again for the show. Kojak can be followed. Kojak raps on Kojak. all platforms or on YouTube slash Kojak raps. That's C O C O Jack and Jack S raps. Oh, right. God. So Whatever Kojak the detective is with a K. Kojak mm-hmm. the rapper is with a C. That's right. Uh, linked. If, the- if it's with a C, a rapper he will be. But, but if, if it's, it's with a, a K, a detective, he may be. He, he, he. You would say. You would say. Damn it! <laughs> I, I guess my name doesn't start with a C. <laughs> Couldn't fucking rhyme anything. All right, here we go. Here's here's the here's here's the drop. Ready, sus? Eaten. Yes. <laughs> NASA Apollo missions. Is that something? That rules. That was very good. I mean, he's is, really good. Is there a full version? I don't, he should can make a be? full version. And can that be your song that gets on the Billboard, the Billboard Top 100? How's that coming, by the way? It's, I still got time. You How much time do you have? I got like another year, I think. No, I don't someone, think you have another year. Someone posted this in the Reddit the other day. You have just under exactly six months. Hmm. So you're at the halfway point. You haven't really made any any headway at this all. It's kind of classic move. I mean, I wait to the halfway point. <laughs> and I'll still fucking dazzle them. Uh, that was very good by Kojak, but I think yeah, if you, I think rapping about Doughboys actually loses you credibility in the hip-hop community. Uh, uh, so. Street cred is gone? Yeah, it may not be a good move career-wise. Um, I just want to say that um, since the, the Rise of Skywalker just came out, that... I just asking people out there to respect my privacy as I uh, as I process the rise of Skywalker in these days. Um, if that's cool with everyone, you just got a lot to wrap your head around. You mean I just I just need to process. Right. It. Okay. I was seeing Get everyone on social media. I was seeing everyone saying I'm still processing the movie. What the fuck are you talking about? You're still processing. Wait, people say that. Yes, they were all saying it online. It's the weirdest. It's like what you say with like when your grandma is sick. <laughs> the fuck are you talking about? That's crazy. Please respect my privacy. Uh, I just saw The Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> just need some space away from everyone for a bit. 
That's so, That's it's insane. Weird. The world is insane. Yeah, it's a weird world. And look, speaking of movies, Sus, then we got to get yeah. into, we got we to gotta get into this quickly. Yes. I booked another role. We talked about it on the show. Yes. yes. So we have to address it here. Now, when you say you booked another role, do you mean a cinnamon roll? <laughs> God damn it. <sighs> yes, I booked a cinnamon roll. I, I booked. Excited. I booked it. What? How can you book it? You you set up a thing and you go and get the cinnamon roll. <laughs> Are you offer only on cinnamon rolls? Would you like a cinnamon roll? Yes. I go straight to callbacks with cinnamon rolls. <laughs> um, I booked a, a role in a. Uh, this movie yesterday, a Jennifer Garner movie. Very exciting. Officer Jones. That was my role. Um, but the was working on this Tomorrow War movie. And they kept pushing the dates. And uh, and one date went later than my f- first day. Yes. Of of yesterday, they didn't even overlap. But I couldn't shave my beard. You have a very you're very beardy right now, as people will see in the guest photo. And uh and and I and I lost the role. They need they needed you clean shaven to play a cop. They they, they said that I had to be clean shaven, so I lost the role. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't get to work with Jennifer Garner. Bummed out about it. Yeah. Uh yeah, I'm bummed. I'm very bummed. It's that sort of. I, I tried everything I could. Yes, uh-huh. and uh, it's a bad city. It's a, I mean, it's a good city, right? I, I think people will be like, "This is champagne problems," but you always want to try to do something and get exposure. I'm, you know what I mean. I'm not an actor that a lot of people know. So, well, I, also if you're a character actor in a Netflix movie, yeah. that's not something where you're going to put another story on your house. Yeah, like that. That money is not. It's not all that great. I mean, it's you know, it's money to to act in something. It was minimum, but. For sure, but yes. but but it's it's more about the exposure and getting to do a fun role, right? For sure, yeah, that's a bummer. Yeah, it's a it's a tricky thing with actors. I, I was saying this to Sus, but it's that sort of thing of like, I mean, especially because I think everyone just wraps like the one percent of actors into all of them, but like you know what I mean, like right, uh, like uh, oh they're all but whatever. It, I, I, think- I was at a WGA meeting this past weekend, and the statistic, the unemployment rate for SAG AFTRA members is ninety five percent. Yes. That's ninety five percent of actors are out of work at any given time. That's why it just seems so. It's it, there's also this thing of like, the actors union. Yeah. You you have to be like a you have to be very flexible with your time always and like we're yes. gonna do this and we're gonna not pay you a lot and you're gonna come here and do this and do that and then like when it's the opposite and you're like can you please be flexible for me it just doesn't work. Out. Oh so, yeah no absolutely. So I was I I think it was the most depressing day of my career. Yeah up there I mean my second most depre- I mean that's for, a, that's a you've had a lot of depressing days. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> let's be honest. <laughs> the start of Doughboys, another one. Yeah, that was bad. <laughs> What's going on? The show we worked on? That, that was, was another depressing. one. The Doughboys that, when we sold the Doughboy show to Netflix. That was also depressing. Hey, another then, Netflix thing. It didn't mm. happen all in one day. Mm, yeah. Common denominator here. Um, <laughs> let's see. What else? You've had a lot of depressing days. The t- we, we, we sold the TBS Gamer show. And, yes, and, and that, that didn't happen. That didn't That's happen. depressing. Yeah, uh, just a solid three years of unemployment, probably at some point in there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, you're right. It's depressing. <laughs> this was one of because or you're I, rattling be- him up. He's shaking the microphone <laughs> because because you I booked it. It was spe- specifically hard, but yeah. At the same time, uh, I'm very excited to do the Tomorrow War and, and uh, I'm stop so- gripping the microphone. You're making feedback. Fine, whatever. Look, can I just say my thing for yes, God's sake? Yes, of course. I, I'm I'm excited about this uh, the, this movie that I'm in, so it's 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 no biggie. But I'm sad, and I want to tell people about it. Yeah, that's so. a bummer. Yeah, you would have been okay. a great Officer Jones. <laughs> Thanks, Wikes. I appreciate that. What were you gonna say, Cesar? No, it's okay to be depressed. Yeah, you know, I think it's it's been three years mm-hmm. 
since we last went to Steak and Shake. That's true. That's right. Just to fill everyone in. Mm-hmm. We first went to Steak and Shake four and a half years ago for the first time. That's right. Then we went four years ago to Victorville. Yeah, That's so right. the first one we went to was the Santa Monica location, which is one of these, as we'll get into this a little bit, the Ste- Steak it, and Shake by Biglari, which is one with a limited menu. They don't have I don't want to talk about the restaurant yet. Yes. I want to talk about our journey as friends. I'm with you. So has our bond been stronger in the last few years? Probably not. Then I don't know. <laughs> we went to Victorville. We drove two hours from Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. Had a whole big road trip. It was a triumphant experience. I lost my sunglasses. The weather outside was like the movie Twister. Oh yeah, it was it very was. very windy. It was a lot like the movie Twister. I felt like then, it, that one of us was Bill Paxton, one of us was Philip Seymour Hoffman, and one of us was Helen Hunt uh-huh. from the cast of the movie Twister. Yes. Oh, let me guess. Mitch thinks that he's whatever. Helen Hunt. <laughs> Mitch thinks he's fucking Helen Hunt. <laughs> was Philip Seymour Hoffman in Twister? I feel like he was. Yes, I he think was. So. Yeah. And then three years ago, mm-hmm. we went to this Burbank Steak and Shake. Yes. And that was the episode uh-huh. of the big blow up. Wait, that you, was the blow up episode? That was the wow. blow up episode, which maybe you guys have forgotten, but wow. I have not forgotten. Sus. And I wanted to play a little something. That was Steak and Shake 3. I felt like that was Steak and Shake 1. It was not Steak and Shake 1. Wow. Steak and Shake 1 was my first appearance. Wow. Steak and Shake, I was just coming in being like, I'm just a guest like any other guest. Mm-hmm. Who knew? <laughs> <laughs> who knew what this would become? Ugh. Who knew how many people would try and weasel their way in for the susser roll? <laughs> who knew how many people would try and grab the torch? Not letting go of that torch. I'm gripping that torch tight. You can come on. You can go on tour with the Doughboys. But Susser remains. <laughs> that, but, and now it sounds like you're spe- specifically talking to Gabriel. No, it's not just about Gabriel. <laughs> I'm above Gabriel. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not going back and forth with him anymore. I'm not going back and forth with Kevin Pollock. <laughs> I'm not going back and forth with any of the people. Wow. who've tried to usurp my little spot here. <laughs> not going back and forth with Nangle. Wow. I'm wow. not going back and forth with anyone. I think it's great that there's a big Doughboys expanded universe. But it's true. I was, but I was the first. <laughs> and I think it's important to remember that. But anyway. Yes. On my last appearance, or the last time we went to Steak and Shake. Not my last appearance. I've been back a lot. Um, but things got a little tense. Mm-hmm. And I just wanted to play a little bit. Okay. From wow. that. <laughs> but... And, I, I, and, you know, I love fast food, but if anything, this podcast has made me hate fast food, mm. and, food and, 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 and food has become more of a chore. Uh, I'm going to resign from the Doughboys podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you, you guys have kind of teased about ending the podcast. Right. I think feeling? after Weiger's reaction today, I think I'm going to step down. You <laughs> can do today, it with whoever you'd like to. I think 2016 would be a fine time to end the podcast. Like, we could just have this be the last. This fine be with, the last If this is the last episode, I'm fine with that. We de- <laughs> this is the last This, this will be the last one. I'm fine with that. Me too. Okay. 
All right, this is the last episode. So we, we've made the uns- <laughs> we've made the the unsubscribe decision for you, the listener. If you were gonna unsubscribe, you don't even need to exert that effort now at this point. You can keep the subscribers number the same, but no new episodes are gonna come. Just because you don't want to work with me anymore. I'm happy to work with you. Hmm. We've had plenty of feuds in the past. Huh. It's fine. We'll keep like we have a working relationship. This we seems I've, worse. I've, there I've, seems something deeper. What's yeah. deeper about it? It's fine. You keep saying it's fine. And because it is fine. I'm saying that things are fine. I feel like now But I'm you... fine, also fine with this being the final episode. I don't care. We can cut ties. I don't care. Uh, I don't want to tether to anything. I will walk away from something and never return to it. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it does not Christ. matter. I will not, and I will not look back on it with nostalgia. Is there more? Are you, are you, are you getting that's, that's it. Wow. You know what? That wasn't as bad as I thought. I could have done a better job editing together more of the stuff. <laughs> I should have got Emma involved. <laughs> if you listen back to it and you're like, that was really good, then Emma did some stuff after we recorded. <laughs> but I wanted to get the essence of that fight. Do you guys remember? It did seem, it kind of, you can he- tell, there was a little bit of joking going on. But when we were in the moment, it did feel like about 15 minutes in there that maybe the podcast was going to end. Yeah. And then by the end mm. of the podcast, it seemed like it'd come back around. But now it's three years later. Yeah, I can't believe that. That's the most depressing thing of all. That it's three. That was three years ago. I thought it's been stagnating for three fucking years. Really blow your mind. (laughs) It does blow my mind. That sucks. It's been three years since you almost ended. Now that was even before there was a Patreon. That was before you guys had made any money. I know. We were lo- we lost money on this podcast for like two years. Yes. We're going out of pocket for all, all our meals. It was before Doughboy's our- Mania had really taken o- over the world. Migra and I can't. We, we get chased down the street. It was before a Doughboy's <laughs> live show had even occurred. That's wow. kind of wild. Yeah. I guess we'd only you know been doing it for about, about, uh, about a year 18 months half, at that yeah. point. Yeah, go on. When listening to that clip, you know what I think, Flags? I think I should have kicked your fucking ass that day. <laughs> Fucking fucking stomped your teeth in, <laughs> piece of shit. It was before we had met Emma. That's true. It was pre-Emma. I, mm-hmm. I think <laughs> I didn't even live in LA yet, which is not. It's not even worth it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Were you were you like in college at that? No, point? No, I graduated college in 2015. Uh, okay. I was out. All right. She. I think Emma has been a, a calming presence. I think so too. As opposed to you, Song, who seems to ratchet up the tension. <laughs> <laughs> no one's quitting now. <laughs> you you song. So when that when that. Clip you just played happened. Yusung was what like? Uh, Yusung was, was in back in college. <laughs> he actually he was in college, and he like called and like left a message from college. Uh, oh really? Oh, wow. Because yes. I remember there there were that was in the early days when Yusung was at the was an intern mm. at our old podcast, our first podcast label. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what happened with that? By the way, <laughs> you know, I don't really know. <laughs> I don't really so, know. So why, why don't you just bring up everything? I'll tell you off, Pod. <laughs> yeah, weird. It was weird. I don't know. We just switched networks at some point. I don't really know what happened. God damn it! I think I don't think any money was being withheld or anything. So you say I was the calming presence, but I didn't really show up until after you left that network. So no. maybe the absence of that network mm. is the calming presence. It's it, possible. There certainly wasn't a man up there who was screwing us over that still works up there. So. Yeah. Oh, no, 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 never. <laughs> no, there wasn't. Certainly wasn't any alleged embezzlement going on with our ad funds. Well, now you might have to cut some of this out. <laughs> Do we have to? I, I don't know. know. The word gonna, alleged was used. Well, he's just gonna call and cry. <laughs> 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 anyway. Three years. It's a long time. Mm-hmm. And you're still doing the podcast. It's going better than ever. I do. You know, people, mm-hmm. people, no, people do say, you know, 
I usually stop listening to a podcast, but those Doughboys, mm-hmm. they're doing great. I still love it. I this I do hear this from people. Who are these? Pe- who are these people? I mean, I work at Brooklyn Nine Nine. <laughs> a lot of Doughboys big fans, including wow. Dan Gore, mm, Carol wow. Kolb. Now, look, is there a feeling they're that too, the hi, Carol? The, we gotta have Carol on. They're, is, they're too good to like the show. Is there a feeling that the uh, Oktoberfest ATL episodes were not good? Yes. Wait, people but, didn't like those episodes. I don't think anyone really did. But I mean, you had some great guests. We had some great Mitch, guests. But Mitch was on the bed. That's funny. The energy funny. was low. The energy was a little low. The energy was low? They felt obligatory. There wasn't really much of a theme. What the fuck is this shit? Look, I'm just reporting what I'm hearing. I'm not saying I think this. I flew to Atlanta. We flew. You song and Emma flew out. A great idea. We went on two separate weekends, and you're saying so, the episodes weren't worth we it. We ate six meals in one day. <laughs> yeah, I mean, no, a noble effort. We had. I think Mitch clearly seemed distracted. Can, can we? What are you talking about? He's balancing multiple movie roles. Yeah, he had the Patriots game so, on in the background. <laughs> is that true? That is true. One yeah, day he did. Yeah, I think that he's, happened a couple. I also didn't watch it. He's, he's canceling live show appearances without any regard for the audience. That's that. That is not true. Uh, that's but, another. That's but, another thing that I was thinking about when I lost this movie role. Hashtag no day. Oh, is it you can't. <laughs> Wait, you're, you're well, wedging an anti-Yes Day campaign? Yes. Hashtag no day? Hashtag no day. Oh, my goodness. Cop can have a fucking beard, for Christ's sake. I, th- I mean, I think so. It's not the worst thing a cop has done. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I asked my father about this, uh, who's a lawyer, and he says it's actually illegal uh, for a police department to say that uh, people can't have facial hair. Oh, interesting. Now, maybe there's a limit to how much you can have. Right. But... Is it illegal for a a, a, a production to say I can't have facial hair? (laughs) I don't know. I think they can. I I think they can say whatever they want. I think they can impose some requirements on hashtag payday. But are you are you are you really mad at? Are you really mad? Is that just because you want to? I just want to clarify. I don't think you're mad at this specific movie. You're more mad at the situation. Yeah, mad at the situation. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I always it's exposure things. Us, you want to be and like get to work and be in scenes with Jennifer Mm -hmm. Garner would have been fun. Mm -hmm. Maybe she's like, hey. Do you want to hang out with my ex-husband? Oh boy, the Boston guy. The Boston guy. We make Goodwill Hunting too. Uh-huh. There's, yeah, they must still be friends, right? <laughs> yes. uh-huh. After he cheated on her with their nanny, uh-huh. <laughs> they probably are close. First of all, I won't have you talking about my former co-star that way. Second of all, uh, they are friends. He, they're, they they're, are they really? She, they are friendly. Oh, that's good. How do you know that? Because <laughs> I, I mean, you know, I, I got the inside scoop. He's up on he's up, He has an Us Magazine subscription. <laughs> Keep in touch with all the celeb gossip with all the stars he's now hobnobbing with. So if Jennifer, if you're listening, I sorry that I didn't get to work with you. She might be listening. What if she did? Is Garner on the Patreon? <laughs> I gotta check the subscribers. I still I am so curious. <laughs> uh-huh. Who is the biggest secret star listener of Doughboys? Wow. Mm. There's gotta be one. I hope someone would out themselves and we, say it's me, but everyone would probably be a little embarrassed. Mm, yeah, understandably. To, that's so sad that they'd be embarrassed to listen to the, that they listen to the show. Well, I th- well, no, I don't think they'd be embarrassed to say they listen to the show. I think most people, but maybe I'm wrong, would have the humility to be like, you know, I'm trying to think who's a famous person. That, um, that's like, your question. Well, you know, it's like Tom Hanks. Tom He's Hanks. Be sure. like, well, nice I'm no Jack person. Nicholson, so I sure didn't say something. Mm. Do you think that people would be? I would say, how can we tell people? We got if some, your we star got some... meter is above a thousand, and you listen to Doughboys. Just announce it and say, 
or send star, us a private email and say star secret fan or something. I like this. I like this star secret fan. We also we have a couple of, of, of big time actors who listen to the show. Yeah. Manzukis, a few other people listen to the show. Oh, yeah. Uh, What's up, Zooks? Uh, I was looking for IMDb, the IMDb star ba- meter uh-huh. uh, as after you mentioned it. And the first link is the site. Boost your IMDb star meter with boostmystar.com. It's a way we you can fucking astroturf the IMDb star meter. So you're up there with uh, Alexandra Breckenridge. Wow. Uh-huh. And Rachel Brosnahan. That's yeah. so. We- what a weird. What a weird world we live in. I guess yeah. it's probably good for your career. Is that like buying Instagram followers? Yeah, it's like buying yeah. Instagram followers, but for IMDb. That's insane. That should be not allowed. That's cool. Yeah, I concur. Ian Summerhalder still way up there. Vampire Diaries guy. Great. Yeah, good for him. What's Evan Susser got? Uh, you want me to search for Susser Star Meter? Uh huh. Okay, hold on. Sus, how do you feel about this? I'm fine with it. Okay. I've done it before, and I'm usually surprisingly high. <laughs> Okay, here we go. Evan Susser. This is the, there's only one of you. A lot of times when you search for a name, there's a bunch of different ones. There's a bunch of different Mike Mitchells, right? Aren't you like yeah. Mike Mitchell 7? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, here we go. This is interesting to listen to. No, this is great. This is gripping content. Where do I view your star meter? Well, I, this, I don't know. This, this, do you have IMDb Pro? No. Then you can't see it. This, this, oh, that sucks. Here's, yeah. here's, here's what I think. I think that I want to check his star meter today and then see after this episode. If there's this, a bump? If there's a bump after this episode. That'd People are IMD being susser and yeah. bumping him up. Is that how it works? Is that how the metrics Yeah, I, I think it's part of it. It's IMDb searches. Yeah. You know what? Leave the star meters to the astrologers. Mm-hmm. So well put. I think I think Hollywood would be a better place if what, we just left, there's a if ranking? We left the star meters to the astrologers. Who is the, who's number one on the star it meter? It changes. You know who number one should be? Who? The Oscar itself. I, th- I, thought, mm. I thought you were going to say Halley's Comet. <laughs> that, but that's good, too. <laughs> and uh, The Oscar itself or Halley's Comet should be the number one on this. I mean, that that was more in line of the joke yeah. I was telling. Well, you know, all right. Retake. I thought you were going to say like some historical figure. You know who like should Frederick be? Frederick Douglass or something. Or Jesus Christ. Yeah, Jesus Christ. You know who should be number one on the star meter? Who? The sun. That's pretty good. good. Yeah, this. I think the sun's my favorite star. Uh-huh. I actually don't like the sun too much. Yeah, give me sunburns. It's giver of life. Like the planet does not exist without. Like, there's yeah. no. No, I know this is part of my problem with it. <laughs> Three years since the big blowup. That's crazy. You guys are getting along better. Pretty I would well. Say. I, I think, think this I think, is the best year we've gotten along. I, I think. Do, yeah. I, go on, Mitch. Well, well, go on. What were you going to say? I was going to say there have been some cranky times. Yes. But I think that Most the. Lager. I think that you're also cranky. I think the. I think the. Yeah, but you're baby cranky. You're you're the baby. You're the baby. You not, are the one. Not the baby. <laughs> An inversion of the classic "not the mama" trope. <laughs> not the baby. You're the baby. Gotta love it. Um, you're more of a baby than me. But mm-hmm. we have. It's been a while since we've had like a little bit of a fracas. There there were some cranky moments I think on tour, and yeah. there have yeah. been some testy moments in text messaging. Well, because you come on tour and you're like, I slept one hour last night. Yeah, Friday. I don't have a I'm good so time tired. on tour. But you, you, why do you sleep an hour the night before you go on tour? Nervous. I wanted to sleep. I can't, Nervous. You no, fucking geek. I can't sleep. It's not. It's it's less that. It's more anxiety to being in a different. Like a bed that's not my own. I have trouble like sleeping in a hotel bed sometimes, or or you know, I mean, I never stay with anyone else, but like in an Airbnb or something, I have trouble sleeping there. So like a lot of this is just you standing at the foot of the bed, staring at the bed, nervous before you get in. <laughs> I hope I tuck myself in right. <laughs> I think that the two. Well, you oh no, I you... put the pillow under my butt instead. <laughs> a serious suggestion for that. Yes. 
why don't you start shipping your bed from home to the tour locations? I think that would be unfeasible. Like I just I'm having a hard time. Like cost uh, prohibitive? Yeah, I think it would be uh, hard to do. I think then Natalie wouldn't have a bed. Um, well, that's not true. she sleeps in a separate bed. Yeah, she that's I mean she'd have her bed. Yes. She wouldn't have the extra bed. She wouldn't have the extra bed. Um I think the I think it would be infeasible. Is it infeasible or unfeasible? I think it's infeasible. I, I think the How about not possible? It would be not possible. Yeah, how's that? Isn't impossible. Sure, you can say impossible. Im, it would be impractical. There we go. Impractical. That's what it is. Impractical. Yes, like the Jokers. It would be impractical like the Jokers. Not the Joker, mm-hmm. the Jokers. Mm, yeah, they're different ones. Impractical Joker is kind of a funny sketch. Oh, the way like he's just playing pranks on people? Yeah. Yeah, I'd be into that. That's good for like 16,000 That's a whole views. TV show. <laughs> no, Impractical <laughs> I got distracted and tuned in at the wrong moment. Uh, do you think people who I Emma. call... I got distracted. I tuned in at the wrong moment. Are you one of the impractical jokers? Yep. Wow. Classic classic impractical joker prank there. Uh, I, I think... What's what, great about yes. the impractical jokers is that they're all friends, really. Yeah. And that shines through. Yeah, you know, it's interesting. It's a different take from this show. <laughs> I, I was going to say that that... that that episode, you can't tell that I'm more mad than I am when you hear that because I'm actually very upset in that episode. Mm-hmm. Well, it might be edited by Emma to be include more of that. Okay, I frantically was doing it before I came over. <laughs> I was also very, I was you, also mad. But I was yes. going to say you are also lividly mad and did feel like you were going to leave the show. Uh-huh. I think yeah. it rivals the time that you canceled Good Morning America. I was that was when I wanted to quit. Wait, the show. was that this year? No, 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 no. That, that was, was almost exactly a year ago. Yeah. Oh, okay. So yeah, that's fine. Water under what the do you bridge. mean that's fine? <laughs> These things are all water under the bridge. Jesus. Do you think people will be mad mm-hmm. who I called out and the, uh, the other guests and said they're not susser? Do you think people will be mad? You think everyone no. realized it was all fun? Okay. Yeah, I think it's just. Well, fun then I'll games. throw John Hodgman in there. <laughs> <laughs> wow, you're on notice, Hodge. Yeah. Wow, this is. This, I, I mean, I I like when we're open like this, Wags. It's good. It's good. Yeah, I think that this, but this has been a good. I, this has been the best I felt about the podcast this year, and I felt like like in the time we've been doing it, not because of its. Uh, I think it's like a better quality level mm. or anything like that, but I just feel like we are more. Comfortable with each other in a, in a working capacity. It feels more sustainable this year yes. than it has in the past. Right. I feel like it's in the past felt like, oh, this is burning so bright, mm. but it's going to explode. Mm. And this So now year, it's boring. No, I think it's still great quality, but it's, it's, you know, just in a rhythm, a little less passionate, but no less love. Well, <laughs> I think that my... I mean, Weiger just extinguished the flame. What do you mean? No show, no book, no this, no that. It just all went away. You didn't want to do anything, and then so I was resigned to it just being a podcast. But, just but that's in a, its, it's, yeah. its best form. It's just a podcast. You piece of shit. This goes from being like a a better a, a pod, then it's just like the, the TV show is like an add on. What what show has transitioned from being a a, a podcast to a TV show and people like, oh, the TV show is better. Things evolve and they change, and it's fun, and you can do something different. I just think like it would be a it would be another revenue source like that would be the reason to do a TV show. But then when we've been presented with things, certainly with Netflix, like the money was insultingly bad. Like oh. it was just like this isn't worth this isn't worth our time to mm. do. This is I would be making less money executive producing and starring in a TV show than I was as a staff writer, non union 
freelance for funnier die yeah a website yeah that's absurd yes it's true i know i agree with you that situation was that bad. situation was but but what i'm saying is like that's what I, we I, know I, we see with tv production is that they keep cutting the bottom like they're they're trying to 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 fucking lowball everyone because they're trying to make well, things as cheaply as possible when you go on so, this rant i can't disagree with you because i agree <laughs> <laughs> but i'm saying like if there was a situation where it was financially I don't want to say lucrative because lucrative doesn't have to be the standard, but it was like financially you worth our time to do bitch. it. Yeah, I'm a greedy bitch. So what? <laughs> you know who else is greedy? Wario. Whoa. Yeah, he's the enemy. He's mm. good. You play. He, he's good. He's, he's he's the protagonist in some games. What about the Doughboys book? I'm. I would be fine. We're taking a. We're gonna have a, fo- a phone call about it. We're gonna see if something happens. I'm into possibly I'm, doing a, a Doughboys book. I just think it's I, gonna be a lot of work for me. <laughs> Guess what? Yeah. You're not wrong, you bitch. <laughs> I got news for the Doughboys listener, an exclusive. The Doughboys book will be Scratch and Sniff. <laughs> and the scratch part will be your own eyes. <laughs> Trying to claw them out of your head. So look. I think that we got paid to write something. Um, yeah, it's I, I, I'm into it. I just think, I feel like it's like it's... Look, it doesn't matter. The show is what it is. We're the not going to have a TV show. I'm old now. I don't give a fuck anymore. You're got, you're in movies. You're a movie star. <laughs> this has been the year of movie star Mitch. I know. It's been a good year. You he passed in two, two movies. movies. Who cares if one of them got taken away? <laughs> I care. <laughs> no one cares. <laughs> Hashtag no day. <laughs> Hashtag no day. Tweet at Jennifer Gar. Get this. Let's get this trending. <laughs> God. Thank you. My mail just came. Oh, that's exciting. Uh, no, it's not. God, why? Why is that exciting? Why haven't we made the your mail delivery person? Why a haven't character? made a mail carrier a character in the show? Should I go chase him down? No, they'll hate that. They like the, the guy who's like when I come to the door at like one p.m. is still in his underwear, wants me to come in and record something. I'll be right back. <laughs> All right, Susser has stood up. He is going outside. Uh, I assume to have a conversation uh, with his he's mail carrier. A, he's approaching the mail carrier. Okay, now. Did you oh. see that thing where Mayor Pete, the fucking, that little shit, was involved in? Okay, they said no. They were very uncomfortable. <laughs> okay. <so laughs> Mayor Pete was, like, involved when he was a consultant with laying off, like, a, or, no, he was he was advocating for. <laughs> oh, it's getting fucking political now. He was Go advocating on. for the post office to, like, move to non-union labor and to, like, cut a bunch of jobs in a streamline. Like, he was, like, working for this McKinsey consulting firm, and he was doing all this shitty stuff to, like, fucking undercut the post office. And now he's supposed to be the fucking Democratic standard bearer? This fucking little fucking Woody from Toy Story looking wow. piece of shit. Wow. Wow. Fuck Mayor Pete. Wow. Mayor Pete sucks. Is this right-wing Weiger? No, this is left-wing Weiger. <laughs> oh, okay, good. <laughs> no, I don't like Mayor Pete. Um, uh, He's so fucking craven. Just do what in the Simpsons episodes, when they defeated all the advertisements, you just don't look. Just don't look at Mayor Pete? Yeah. <laughs> when he's doing his dance, don't just don't look at him. Yeah, I don't want to look at the Mayor Pete dance. Would you have Mayor Pete on the podcast? Yeah, we'd have him on. Would you have all of the Democratic candidates on is there any you wouldn't i got a question yes. I, have, I have a poll for the doughboys listeners okay uh-huh. this will also get some listeners mad too yes. because like when we got when you got remember that one guy wrote an email that he was done listening to the show which is because because you went you, you were got too political yes uh and then also that i alluded to, to I, I said i was going to take trump out to eat uh and uh people he, didn't like and people didn't like it didn't yeah. someone report that to the secret service yeah a guy yeah. told us that he reported to the secret service <laughs> 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 I 
I mean, I hope he's not listening still and kills me or something. Uh, right. I didn't. I didn't mean anything by. It. I hope you still listen. To it. We're just we're just messing around, buddy. Uh, we understand that some people use this as an escape from politics, but sometimes the world is as in the world is in such a state that you can't avoid talking about politics. And sometimes when you talk about food, it intersects with politics. If President Trump wanted to come on to Doughboys. Mm. What would we? What would you do? We'd have to say no. I think. Yeah, I think we say no. But would our listeners want that to happen? I think that no. I don't think our listeners would want to happen because it'd be like a platforming. It'd be like SNL having Trump on. It was like what, people are upset about. Or, that. or do or, you think you guys would have it in you to be like real serious journalists to finally to and be get like, him on and grill him? Yeah, oh, grill man. him and be like, we're not doing any drops. We're not talking about Quincy. Yeah. We're talking about these policy points, mm. and it just like a complete. You know, format yeah. shift. We're going to ask him the tough questions. Yeah. What's better, the Big Mac or the Whopper? <laughs> <laughs> is it true that your hair is a comb over? <laughs> it's time you answer these questions, Mr. President. We wouldn't have him on. Yeah, we wouldn't have him on. He's uh, well, he, he's not. Coming. Yeah, I don't think he would. Be, he would come on. I think he would. Oh, I you think, think you think he wants to I come think, on? I think he might be the big celebrity listener. <laughs> Mm, I don't know how I feel about that. Why are they always making fun of me? I can't do a Trump impression. <laughs> no, that was really good. That was pretty good. I was transported. Um, do you think that uh, Donald Trump and uh, Bill Clinton ever talked about Doughboys? I wonder what that would sound like, Mitch. <laughs> this sucks. <laughs> hey, you listen to the latest episode of Doughboy? They were giving our boy Jeffrey Epstein a hard time. <laughs> I heard it. I didn't like it. <laughs> you don't talk about the dead that way. That's good. Yeah, I liked it. Oh, I was. This was Epstein was all this year. Yeah. I mean, I know he was in the. He's been in the news for uh, forever. But I mean, mm. it really like his his arrest and then uh, murder were just like really <laughs> took over the news cycle. This yeah. Year. Yeah. Mm. Kind of took over our brain. Do you think people are upset about hearing Epstein? Like, like when people they say we're getting too political, they're like, lay off of Epstein. <laughs> I, I got a question for you. Yeah. <laughs> Will Epstein make the Oscars in memoriam this year? <laughs> I think he's got a fighting chance. <laughs> he might sneak in there. Uh, we look. You, we, could, you could see. Uh, you could see Ghislaine being in the audience too. <laughs> They, they they cut to a teary eye. Yeah, yeah. Look, she's there with Jason Sudeikis for some reason. <laughs> Wait, what? They're dating? Yeah, I guess. Uh, all right, I got a question for you. Uh-huh. No, I don't have a question. I just have a statement. Yes, I changed my mind. <laughs> Today we were gonna we were gonna go get for Steak and Shake four. Oh, yeah. Yes, we were gonna go. Get breakfast at Steak and Shake. The final frontier, the one thing we have not uh, tasted at at Steak and Shake. I gotta leave. To, we gotta go to. I gotta go to Atlanta tomorrow. We're recording. Tw- we're doing twelve hours of Doughboys today. Basically, yes, it's too much. It's too much. It's it's, it's a lot. Um, so because I just found out yesterday that I was going. Yeah, but anyways, this is just how we had to schedule it. Um, and th- by the way, this is hour one. This so is, <laughs> this is hour one. You'll see so it's already, already fucking. Tanking. Yeah, we should just lie and say this is our eleven. Or something. <laughs> That's why it's bad. Um, the last frontier. We were going to go to Santa Monica. Convenient for you. Yeah. Uh, meet there at ten a.m. Eat breakfast. Come back and record. Take a break. Come back and record. We should. Yes. Uh, please. Please continue. We switched that up. I said, let's not do that. Mm-hmm. Let's go get lunch. Now there's going to be a sus. Do you want to tell everybody? 
But there's going to be a steak and shake five. Yes. Yeah. Now the to be continued. We're gonna we're gonna go and get breakfast. We will go back and we will revisit it. But for for the sake of time and for our sanity, we went back for lunch today, which I think was a good idea. Can we can we take a step back before before yeah. we get into this this meal, uh, mm-hmm. which and and maybe we'll, we'll do after a break. But Sister, I do want you to 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 tell us real quick because you were. You know, people don't maybe don't understand that how much you work on the show and in, in like oh. a consulting capacity, and you give you give us a lot of like feedback and info and and suggestions and notes and and one of the things you were doing is acting as a producer today. You were finding a steak and shake that had breakfast. Yes. You were calling a bunch of them. You called the Compton location. You called yeah. the Santa Monica location. They called the Elisa Viejo location, which is a two hour drive. That's true. Uh, and wh- can like, I just what say, did you find? Yes, can, can I just say that he, he was, this year he didn't do as much. He wasn't as a producer as, as much this year. <laughs> All right, yeah, he didn't do that much this year. He had a kid. He's very busy. <laughs> he had a kid. He was on Brooklyn Nine Nine. Yes. Uh-huh. I know, Dan. I know you love the show, but you stole our sus away. You got to fire him for next season. <laughs> he's got I, Deli Boys distracting him now. He's got his own podcast empire. I think up. that I, I was, you know, I think I was pretty involved still for not being as involved. The real thing that fell off is I wasn't at as many of the meals as I am. Right. Yes. Which really did break my heart. <laughs> I hope you guys believe me when I tell you that. Yeah, you go back and listen to episode from 2017, and it's just like Eugene Cordero being like, yeah, we were at lunch, and like Susser was there for some reason. <laughs> One of the best things <laughs> that it just exists for some reason. Yeah. Um, but... Uh, you gotta have Eugene back. Eugene's great. Gotta have Eugene back. And for Service Spoon Nation. Yeah, you gotta yeah. come back. Eugene's in The Mandalorian. Yeah. Now, yeah, it makes it makes sense. The Enforcer of Spoon Nation. Was that what it was? It Bodyguard? I forget what his, what his title was. I thought he had something nautical. Was it nautical? I he was captain? Like a captain. Oh, yeah, he, was. he was. Maybe. Captain, I think yeah. he was the captain yeah. of Spoon Nation. This is deep Doughboy's lore that we don't even know. Yeah. yeah. Um. But, uh, but... So what was the question? You were calling oh. all these. You were calling all this the, the steak and shakes, yes. and they all had different answers. So in terms I had the big idea that if we were going to do steak and shake again, we had to do something different. Mm-hmm. And I pitched the idea of doing breakfast. Everyone liked that idea. In the time that I came up with that idea, yeah, and which was about two months ago, mm-hmm. several locations seemed to have closed. Yes, a they, bunch of them. There's a bunch of them that were around where we were going to go, including the Victorville one, as I mentioned in the intro. Yeah, so. Then I started calling some places to see if any had breakfast. The Burbank location that we went to does not serve breakfast. Uh-huh. The Santa Monica location I called and they said, "Yeah, we like they literally said we kind of serve breakfast." And I was like, "What does that mean?" Like, yeah, there's like a breakfast sandwich, and you can also get like eggs, I guess. And That's, I was like, well, that doesn't really seem that inspiring. Yeah. And then there was the other one. Where did you say? Elisa Vieja. Yeah. They seem to have like, oh, you can get pancakes. You can do the whole thing. But that is two hours away. And we would have had to be there before 11 a.m. Uh, and just to like, that was the idea in theory. And then in reality, we went to Burbank, which is very close. And both Mitch and Nick were over 15 minutes late. <laughs> We were late today. So, I was at I, 12 p.m. I, I think I was like 13 minutes late. No. Incorrect. I was 15? Yeah. I'm probably on the dot. Yes. Hmm. I'm, I'm, in my defense, I'm checked out. 15 this minutes. This is the last record of the year. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking done. Uh, and, you know, as they say in the Irishman, 15 minutes is saying something. Mm. Wow. Wow. So, but... Uh, Do you know so that we, I, I heard, speaking of the biggest celebrity fan, I heard that... De Niro listens listen to Doughboys to warm pump himself up for the Irishman during filming. <laughs> Great. Anyway, 
Uh, we God, just said fuck that, it and went to Burbank. As, yeah. long, as long as the Irishman is like one Doughboys episode. Are we into the meal? Is we put out an end? Irishman. We put out one Irishman every week. It's not quite an Irishman every week. We it's do some, with the double. It's like a. No. Ha- oh, yeah, we do put with, an Irishman with, with, the, with the, the double. With the double and oh, the yeah. episode, we put out an Irishman. Yeah, we put out an Irishman every week. You fucking lazy fucks. Joe Pesci, you make an Irishman after what twenty years? We put it. We put out a new Irishman there every year, every day, every week. The Doughboys, an Irishman a week. <laughs> that works with me too. Oh, <laughs> I, I, I I got news. What's yes. the news? My my d- sus. That was a fake. You weren't excited. What's the news? <laughs> Ancestry. What's the news? <laughs> Ancestry.com updated my. Uh, my my DNA profile. Uh huh. Well, you don't have any wise ass remarks to say. It turns out you're 100 percent that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> it turns out I am 100 percent Irish. Wow. A hundred. I got 100 percent. You're pure blood. I'm pure blood. You used to because I thought at one point you said my mom's Irish. You weren't confident about your mm-hmm. your uh, paternal side, but you're fully Irish. I got to tell you, since I found out. Kind of got a bit of a hatred for Muggles. <laughs> muggles, the Harry Potter, the Harry Potter ha- they're half bloods. You don't know this. No. I ha- I hate these movies, and I know this. I thought Muggles were just non magical people. What I thought too. Oh, for fuck's sake! What are the half bloods called? By the way, when you said I've got a hatred for a ma, <laughs> at, like at that syllable, I was very worried. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> but then I was like, well. How would this be a change? Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, we're so here's what we're gonna do. We're Mitch gonna, is not racist Mitch or xenophobic racist, or anything no. like that. That's a joke. Okay, what are we gonna do, Weiger? I was gonna say, here's, Muggle is just a oh mudblood, mudblood, a non magical person, right? Oh, that is that is. Um, well, what's the what is the mixed person who's half half magic and half not? magic? I don't think that exists in the Harry Potter. It doesn't. It does exist. I don't know if there's a name for it. <sighs> Search Anyways. for half magical creature Harry Potter. By the way, some fucking Harry Potter uh, dork with a fucking Quidditch tattoo is just screaming at us right now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're on the stairmaster at their gym. <laughs> they're called whizbangs. <laughs> How don't they know whizbangs? Can you please stop crying on the <laughs> stairmaster next to me? What do you got, Wagner? Uh, I was going to say we should take. What we should do is we should take a break. Mm. We should come back and we'll talk about Steak and Shake. We'll talk about our most recent visit to Steak and Shake. Mm. And I'm going to do a little tease here. When we get back from break, Evan Susser is going to tell us if the Sonic the Hedgehog movie indeed includes a romance between Blaze the Cat and Wave the Swallow. Wow. We'll be right back with more Doughboys. Spoon Man, I've always struggled with finding time to manage my finances. At the end of a busy week podcasting, the last thing I want to do is spend time budgeting all of my expenses or tracking down customer service teams to cancel old subscriptions I no longer use. But now I use Rocket Money and it does all of that for me. That's right, Wags. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills so that you can grow your savings. With Rocket Money, I have full control over my subscriptions and a clear view of my expenses. I can see all of my subscriptions in one place, and if I see something I don't want, Rocket Money can help me cancel it with a few taps. I love how the dashboard shows me this month's spending compared to last month so I can clearly see my spending habits. Plus, they'll help me create a custom budget and keep my spending on track. 
Rocket Money will even try to negotiate to lower your bills for you by up to 20%. Wow. All you have to do is submit a picture of your bill and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. They'll deal with customer service for you, Wags. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has saved a total of $500 million in canceled subscriptions, saving members up to $740 a year when using all of the app's features. Bye-bye, Doughboys Double. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash doughboys. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, Mitch, I got something I really need to get off my chest. Let's hear it, Wags. What's up? I've been having problems. Oh, no. <laughs> well, Wags, we, we all carry around stressors, big and small. It's true, and when we keep them bottled up. It can start to affect us negatively, like my problems. Well, therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. Wags, what's on your chest? Let's see. Problems, issues, difficulties, struggles, the whole lot. Well, how do you feel getting them off your chest? Feel a lot better. Well, Wags, you know what? It makes sense because anytime I use therapy, I feel better. Mm. It's like going to the gym yes. for your mind. You That's get right. the gunk out. You feel better. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself, and it isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapist anytime for no additional charge. Wags, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Doughboys today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Doughboys. Mitch, listeners, did you know learning actually makes a sound? It's true. Listen to this. That's the sound of you learning a new language with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. And Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations. Wow. Babbel's tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Mitch, you know what I love about Babbel is the courses are convenient. They help me learn real-life conversation skills in my chosen language, Spanish. Makes it easier to order food, ask mm. for directions, speak to people here in Los Angeles uh, without having to consult language apps uh, while you're on the go. Well, Wags, studies from Yale, Michigan State University, and others continue to prove Babbel is better. One study found that using Babbel for 15 hours is equivalent to a full semester at college. And you don't want to go anywhere near a college campus these days with all those protests. No, thanks. Babbel has over 16 million subscriptions sold. Plus, all of Babbel's 14 award-winning language courses are backed by their 20-day money-back guarantee. Wags, <laughs> and all those protesters out there... Here's a special <laughs> limited time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at Babbel.com slash Doughboys. Get up to 60% off at Babbel.com slash Doughboys, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash Doughboys. Rules and restrictions may apply. Welcome back to Doughboys. We're here with Evan Susser, Steak and Shake 4. 
is on the menu. Um, Susser, how about it? Well, that's a weird. I think question. we have to address the teaser. Yes, that's what it was. That's what. It, that's what it was. The Sonic, the Sonic the Hedgehog teaser. Blaze the cat, wave the swallow. Is there a romance? You know, Nick. All these years, mm. I've been coming on this show. Yes. It was announced I was writing the Sonic the Hedgehog movie. That's right. Every time I come on, you ask me a question about it. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I say I'm not at liberty to say. Mm-hmm. Yes. The movie is coming out in about two months. Mm-hmm. I'm at liberty to say. Wow. And I'm at liberty to say that this is not the Sonic movie that I wrote. Wow. Uh, it's not to say that it is a negative thing. Mm-hmm. It's just a different movie. I uh, I don't have credit on this movie, even though you've introduced me as yes. having credit. Mm-hmm. Even though this is something you've known for a significant time, and and continue to and ask continue these to questions, ask, <laughs> even though it's a sore spot <laughs> for me. When we recorded the prequel episode, yes, which people will hear mm-hmm. in the new year, I believe. No, that'll be the final the final double of this year. Okay, they'll hear that. Yeah. Which was recorded before this. Yes. But it's coming out after. Right. You just asked me again, even though you knew the whole situation. <laughs> and I just made a joke. Yeah. But enough's enough. So that's what the situation is. <laughs> <laughs> Mitch complaining about his movie that he almost shot. Mm-hmm. I wrote a whole movie. I flew to Tokyo. Mm-hmm. I, you know, did this whole thing talk, with my writing talk, partner. Talked executives, talked to uh, Sega executives into writing, doing right. the movie. Movie comes out. Jim Carrey is in it. Mm-hmm. One of my childhood heroes. Smoking. It releases a trailer that the internet is outraged over. Somebody stop me. They make <laughs> changes to it. And then a few months ago, I find out officially. No credit on this movie. And it's, Alrighty, you know, it's the WGA a makes a decision. I respect the WGA. The mm. WGA asked me to fire their a- my agent. I happily did it. They asked me to fire anyone else. I will do it. Mm-hmm. I will end my friendship with you guys. Well, yeah. That, yeah. <laughs> but, WGA asked me to. Nope. Yeah. In a no, heartbeat. In a heartbeat. <laughs> so this is not, to, it, but it has gotten to a point of being awkward. Yes. That you keep asking me about it. It's gotten to the point where I feel a little bad for the people who have received writing credit mm. that this other person is so wow. associated with This it. episode is the Weiger and Susser blow up. Is this the blow up too? It's not the blow up too, <laughs> but I just felt like I had to address it. Yes. So you can keep asking me these questions uh-huh. years after I <laughs> the movie comes out, but I felt like I had to say something. Yeah. Hashtag Snowneck. That's Sonic with an N-O in the middle of it. So I hope you like... Hashtag writing, Snow Nick. I hope you like coming up with those cute fucking questions. I've actually had a blast here. <laughs> but that's what it is. Yeah. Looks I, like Hollywood's no, working look. out for one guy and one guy only. Fucking Weiger. It's working out for me? Hollywood Hollywood's working out for me? But ju- ju- just to be a little sincere for a second. Obviously... I just made Union Minimum working on a <laughs> Disney Plus show. I think Hollywood's working out for me? But truly, this is to be sincere. Yes. Obviously, 
it's to work on a movie regardless of if it comes out good if it comes out bad to work on a big movie and uh-huh. it comes out and there are trailers and there are commercials and all that kind of stuff yeah even if your version is not really the version to get made it's a bummer to have worked on something been so right. close to something like that and not get credit on something like that uh-huh. i'm yes. not going to say that it's not but and i mean this sincerely i was thinking about it while i was driving over and i knew that you were going to ask me yes about it even though You've known the situation and you just have continued to do it. But you know the situation for like months, months. and months. But uh, I was thinking if I had to choose because it kind of has lined up. Yes. From when I've uh, when I've been working, the life of that movie and this podcast have lined up. That's true. And if I had to choose between being one of six writers on the Sonic the Hedgehog movie mm-hmm. or having my position as Commissioner of the Doughboys podcast. Wow. Being a regular guest and being in the Doughboys war room and been a part of this thing for yeah. such a long time, so intimately involved. If I had to choose, I would pick Sonic. But I didn't get to that choice. Yeah. Yeah, that really wasn't presented for you. <laughs> no, I, I, I would pick Doughboys because it has been such a pleasure yeah. to be a part of this, to wow. have seen this thing grow, to I feel like my uh, even though obviously you guys are so much more of the captains, I'm just the little uh, devil on the shoulder giving my opinion. Um, I was confused because I thought we were on a ship for a second and well, then you were the a devil on our is shoulder. Not perfect, but uh, it's been very fun. I'm very glad I am back here for Steak and Shake 4. Wow. We're going to talk about the food again. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was a good that you brought it up because I needed to address it because mm-hmm. I came on this podcast and talked all about. Uh, writing the movie, people still ask me about mm-hmm. it, about yes. getting the job. Uh, so it is kind of awkward at some point. You have to, you know, people are, so you have to say something. Yeah. And that's and kind thing of that, the reality of showbiz. And to give you credit, you gave us a warning that this might happen from day one. Yes. Yeah. It, which is a, it's a very normal thing to happen. Yes, that kind of is how it goes. And there are high highs and then other things that aren't as good. Um, but I still, it was a fun movie to work on. I've had other fun opportunities since. That's kind of the way it goes. Yeah. Well, I'm boycotting it. Yeah. No. Along with no day. Hashtag no day. Hashtag, hashtag, hashtag no day. snow day. Hashtag snow nick. I, w- I will hashtag just say. Hashtag snow day. Yeah, yeah. go ahead. Hashtag, hashtag snow day. <laughs> go, go see the film snow day. <laughs> I was just going to say if the shoe was on the other foot and I was given the choice between Doughboys and being credited on the Sonic movie, Sonic movie in a heartbeat. <laughs> be the easiest decision in the world for me not do this podcast and get to write a fucking oh fuck you sonic movie would be rad um hey mitch so i liked sti- how the sonic looked before they changed him you liked him with the teeth that was your one teeth. big contribution yeah. you did tell me <laughs> right in the script that they look like you gotta show his teeth give him some chompers uh-huh. give him some pearly whites uh-huh. and then yeah i should have said we and we had credit until that point yeah when the trailer came out they took the teeth out they took out the credit as well with the teeth yeah but you got to, is it true you got to keep the teeth? Yes. They, they gave you they a baggie. <laughs> That's cool that they're physical teeth yeah. from a computer-generated well, model. It's one, yeah, it's one of the reasons being so delayed. Yeah, that seems like a big big production challenge. Uh-huh. Uh, just out of floating teeth on set. Yeah. Hey, so Steak and Shake is a Golden Plate Club member. We've reviewed it three times. I don't believe it got pulled from the Golden Plate Club the last time we wow. visited. I could be wrong. I, it may no have, one you, remembers. No one go back and look. Just yeah, whatever. whatever. We'll just take that as fucking canon. Uh, it was. Uh, look, I think it did lose out of the Golden Plate Club. Look, this is a this is a JJ 
Ryan a- Ryan Johnson handoff where we're just going to ignore what happened before. <laughs> and we're just going to say that something things are different now. So yeah, it was at the Golden Plate Club, uh, and we'll see where it goes now. Founded in Normal, Illinois, like we said, a Midwest staple, expanded nationwide the past decade. Uh, and we talked about Sardar Baglari, who also owns a stake in Cracker Barrel, uh, who took over the company in 2008 and kind of altered its fate for better and for worse. Made it accessible to us, certainly. They're now West Coast outposts, but mm. uh, the quality and certainly the sales have declined. So let's talk about our visit. We went to the Burbank location. I got to say that I, yeah. think, I think it was genius Yes, that we went back there. Look, did it, did it, is this based out of my... <laughs> <It was> genius. <laughs> the most convenient was option <laughs> was genius. Was it because, yes, I didn't want to wake up early. I'm going to probably be up till 7 a.m. tonight packing to go back home. Yeah, that might be a part of it. And I didn't want to wake up at 9 a.m. to drive to Santa Monica, which mm. Nick does every day to go to Steak and Shake. I just think we all knew if the plan was Santa Monica... You were going to show up at 11.15. Yeah, it wasn't going to work out. <laughs> it was just inevitable. There was no way you were going to be there. I wouldn't have been that late. You would have not been on time in time to get breakfast. Mm. There's no chance. I think it would have been tricky. I, look, what we did was was way better. And I got to say this, I also, Nick. I will say, I offered to pick you up and drive you to Burbank. Mm-hmm. And you said, no, I think I'm good. Which, when I offer to drive me somewhere and he says no that just means no i think i'm gonna i'll rather be late (laughs) 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 and so i was like all right and i even texted everyone i'm like i'm gonna leave now to be on time but it feels like i'm just gonna be waiting for you guys i did tell you that i was gonna be late when i was there I got a lot going on, right? You know what? Right now in my life, I think that I can be excused for this, right? Uh, you're about to yeah, go back got, to, you got to go you got one, one of your two movies. And you've got, okay, just the one. <laughs> you can't start making fun of this. It's funny. You had the thing that people want that you work towards and then they took it away. Because you wouldn't shave your beard. I, no, I would shave it. I, I would. I, I refuse you to shave. Because I couldn't. My beard is who I am, yeah. Miss No, I couldn't do it. I wasn't allowed to. It was frustrating. I wanted to shave it off. You you have to have a beard contractually for the Tomorrow War. Is it the Tomorrow War yes. or just Tomorrow War? The Tomorrow War, I believe. Mm. Lose the the. It's cleaner. Uh, is <laughs> it? But you had to have a beard for the Tomorrow War, and you weren't allowed to have a beard. I wasn't allowed to shave it. Yeah, and, and, and it was, so that, you know that prevented you your one day. You should have, when God. you were on set, you should have improvised and ah! been like, ah, it's so hot fighting this war. I got to shave. And then... The character so had a they're, they're like, wait a minute, this scene is 12 minutes into the movie. It's going to create continuity issues. <laughs> ah, it's so hot! Yeah, we're not being here in tomorrow! We're not filming chronologically. It's um, not how production works. We can throw my beard hairs at the enemy! <laughs> Think about it. I can't tell you how close to right you are with that, uh, with that guess of what the movie is. <laughs> Uh, I couldn't. I it it, it it it's it it's. I was frustrated, Weiger. Yeah, you know this. I was very depressed by this. I wanted to shave my beard. Yeah, I was like begging. I begged. I begged like a like a, a, a pathetic man to be like, mm-hmm. please help me. And I couldn't. Uh-huh. Nothing worked. Well, but okay. One way is that you didn't get what you wanted. That's one way to look at it. Uh-huh. Right. On the other way to look at it is you both didn't get what you wanted and. Uh, lost pathetic. the respect and looked pathetic to multiple people. <laughs> so, yes. you know, 
Kind of depends how you look at it. And Weiger, help yes. me out here. And that's a bullshit that actors have to go through. It's bullshit. You shouldn't have had to grovel for your job when for something that you already got hired to do. Look, I, I stated it fine uh, before. Now, now we're getting into too petty. Uh, we're, uh, it's right. fine. Here's here's I'm what gonna, gonna, the tomorrow war is going to be great. Yeah, here's what. Here, let's talk about steak and shake. So let's talk about the food. <laughs> So, Mitch, you got the prime steak burger. I've got the description here. Our thick and juicy six-ounce steak burger on a bakery fresh brioche bun, American cheese, lettuce, tomato, onion pickle, served with fries. This bad boy came dry. Am I wrong? It did come dry. Yeah. Mm. It's like a... Like a doughboy sexual partner. (laughs) Arrived dry. I mean, that's what... Not not coming. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. Dry. Dry as hell. Yeah. Well, wait, but like... Coming like orgasming high, like dry. What that? No, it, it was it came dry. dry. I it, thought he said like a doughboy sexual partner. Oh, oh yes, no, no, no. yeah. No, so it the was word dry. Confused it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. C O M I N G is what he was saying. Yeah, but unlike a doughboy's, unlike a doughboy's sexual experience, mm-hmm. the bacon was uh, thick and hard. It said. <laughs> That's what it said on the side. It was a very weird thing. Where that it was is like, very strange. It was like uh, what, what did it say? It was like like hard or thick bake. It was like a it said thick, thick. But then it also said like a uh, like 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 there was it wasn't even crispy. There was another weird word for it. Anyways, it was dry. Lettuce, tomato, onion, and then there was ketchup and mustard at the table. A thick burger patty. This thing looked bigger than any of the other burgers I'd had there before. Yes. Um, look, it was dry, but I got to tell you. I put some ketchup and mustard on there, and it was pretty. T- it was tasty. It was just like kind of a classic, clean tasting burger. Uh, it, sure, it certainly was was easy on the eyes. It looked it looked like a good burger. It was by the, by the books. It it, it kind of reminded me of like a diner burger, mm-hmm. and it and it tasted uh, it tasted good. I think that their buns, their buns are still like a little too shiny. The brioche buns are kind of like a little too shiny mm. and too whatever. And the, like I, I, the taste of the bun is whatever. Right. Uh, but it, yeah, it was it was it was a decent burger, Wags. Uh, Susser, your burger. You went with the wait. Remind me which one you got. I got the the portobello mushroom and Swiss. Yeah, burger. grilled portobello and Swiss. Uh, grilled portobello mushrooms, melted Swiss, caramelized onion, and garlic mayo. Yeah, how'd that one treat you? You know what? It was pretty good. Uh, I think it was, and maybe someone will tell me I'm wrong. I thought it was maybe one of the few burgers that I had not had. Oh, interesting. On the menu, and I wanted to try something different. Wow. Uh, but I thought it was pretty good. Um, you know, just kind of, it was, I was a little bit like kind of exhausted to right. be there. It kind of felt a little stupid. I'm like, why are we even doing this? We've just been to this exact place before. Mm-hmm. We're not even doing a thing we haven't done. Right. It's just kind of a log of food. But then when I was eating it, I was like, yeah, yeah, it's pretty good. Uh, the fries that came with it, I was not particularly impressed by but the burger, pretty good. I agree. There's something with the bun that I feel like could be better. Mm-hmm. So so the fries are very skinny. They're, yeah. they're like shoestring fries. Are you saying that the you don't like them in general or this particular batch did not compare to your uh, your steak and shake? I think these were a little worse. History. But also, I've worse. never particularly liked them. You've never really liked their shakes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, or their fries, the fries, rather. Their fries, rather. Uh, shakes are another issue. I got the Chili Mac Supreme, which despite the use of the word Mac, is in fact spaghetti. It's mm-hmm. chili with spaghetti or uh, Yeah, it's spaghetti Sp- with chili over it, rather. Spaghettios. Not macaroni. Not macaroni. Um, and uh, and it's got a, uh, it, you know, it's chili, cheese, onions, 
Um, it's their beans, the five ways, and then what's the fifth? Uh, the fifth might be spaghetti sauce, but it's very tomatoey. It's it's good chili. Honestly, I like this quite a bit. It was very filling. It felt like a a my favorite meal when I was like nine years old. Like if I got this as a kid, I would love it. And getting it as an adult, I was like, you know, this is still pretty good. Little Waggy. Yeah, I think little Waggy would lap that up. Put it in my. What's the instrument you played? Put it in my bassoon. Put it in my bassoon. Weird. I'll sneak it to her. Con- what do you mean weird? <laughs> it's weird that you're imagining him wanting chili in his bassoon. <laughs> it's weird. I think it's good. Like I'm using my ombre shirt to like suck like individual <laughs> spaghetti strands. Yes. Through the mouthpiece. Yes. All right. Yeah. I don't think. I mean, I don't think it would work. I will say, I one time did have a huge chili cheese fries uh, meal, like dinner, like just before an orchestra concert mm-hmm. when I was playing clarinet. And my stomach was gurgling very, very loudly on stage. Uh, I got it, but I also don't want to get up because I have a hard on. <laughs> <laughs> like the chili cheese fries, maybe hard. Uh, or uh, performing clarinet in front of an audience. Clarinet in front of the audience. All right. Did it. Uh, and these were. I, I like the chili mac a lot. I think. I think it's great, and I think I like that they have it there. And honestly, one of the things that bums me out about the Sardar Baglari takeover is that this place. Biglari has bragged about reducing the menu of this mm-hmm. chain that it used to have this sprawling eight page menu and he cut it down to two pages, like focus it on burgers and fries. And I feel like part of the charm of this place, Susser, you're a guy you're yep. you're someone who went to this place yep. as a kid a lot, is that is that it has like such a big menu. Sure. As a kid more in college, correct? Correct. Yes. Yeah, but but then but I like that they have the elements like this still on there. I like that they still have the chili and the chili mac. Uh, uh, we also got a cl- yes, go on. I was saying that like one of the best things that could happen for the Doughboys universe uh-huh. is uh is President Biglari <laughs> is if Biglari became president. Right. Sartor Biglari ascends to the highest office in the land. Why would that be good for the Doughboys? Because it would just be a very because we, we could do Steak and Jake Six. We could do, you Content. know we could do a Sardar Biglari impression yeah. of him uh talking to Clinton <laughs> being upset about Epstein. <laughs> You know, that'd be good for the podcast. Bill, you got to come in and try my big lorry steak and shake. <laughs> he also sounds like Trump. <laughs> uh, we also got the classic footlong and fries, which is a big, it says topped with mustard, but it also came dry. However, yep. there's mustard and ketchup on the tables. Uh, and, the uh, you know, the old school mustard and ketchup dis- mm. containers. I was like, maybe I'll just get some of those for my home. Those are a lot of fun. Cool. The I yellow and red ones. i this. Yeah, I got some now, big orange, uh, red, and yellow ketchup and mustard containers. What are you gonna I, buy? I actually think that's not that weird. It's kind of a fun thing to do. Yeah, if you ever had any guests at your where you live, it's kind of weird if it's just you and Natalie. <laughs> yeah, if it's like you have a house or an apartment where you're having people over and you're cooking up burgers, and it's like you know ten people. It's like, hey, grab some ketchup and mustard for just you and Natalie. It's weird. It's like you're making your house a restaurant. But also, Natalie but has fun for fun for the two of us. Natalie has also made the decision to make her life so weird by being married to you. <laughs> that I guess that it's okay. It's All right, good. it's good. Do it. <laughs> Nick, as a, as a hog enthusiast, what do you mm. think of that foot long? I tell you, it's a substantial piece of pipe. Mm. I feel like I was looking at a Jason Derulo selfie <laughs> in twenty twenty. Nick, yeah, will you invite me and Mitch over to your apartment? If you guys want to come, would you want to? I don't think yes. you'd want to drive across town. For you, I would. Okay. 
I don't know if I want to go in there. I don't know what I mean. I just don't know what we would do. We could watch a basketball game. It's like it's like go. It's like going over to the principal's house. <laughs> you see me in street clothes. You're don't, confused. Don't you think it's weird that you've never been to where he lives? He's. I remember when he got this last place. Yeah. and he moved above someone I know, an actor. Yes, who's been on Parks and Rec. Yes, uh, we can say his name. Great dude, Kiff. Yeah, yeah, Kiff. He's a great dude. Um. And and in that time, I remember when you moved there, you have moved again, and no one went to your house. One person went to my house. I think you saw dropped something off, came to pick something up. That doesn't count. Did he go inside? No, he was stayed on the street. Th- that's insane. <laughs> that's insane. What was he gonna do? What was he gonna do inside? No one's come in there. No, Nally's had friends over. Oh, oh my god! What were you gonna say, Sus? Uh, this is, is insane. Weird. It's weird. What am I? What do people? What you're gonna come over to my house? What are you gonna do? Like, oh, there's a, there's a living room. Well, take care. I, what, what do you do? What is? <laughs> what's gonna happen? Yeah, I'm gonna come over and look at your living room and leave. No, you fucking idiot. Inviting someone over to your home yeah. is an expression of intimacy that you do with your close friends. Yes. That it just is like you don't have to hang there all the time. Yes, but it's a take little, this it's a knowledge way. back to your home planet to the Wygarians, <laughs> You fucking crazy piece of shit. Just what like you... if your friend has a child, you try yeah. to meet that child. I tried to do that. <laughs> we tried to set that up. We did try. Yeah, there was a there was a lot of issues with, with baby Susser. Yeah, <laughs> baby Susser's schedule conflicts with Weiger's. <laughs> didn't work out. I'll come over right now. No, you're not welcome. She's grown. <laughs> She's grown. She's grown. She's talks. I'll. G- <laughs> She gra- she's graduating <laughs> she from high school? Yeah. Wow. And I've grown. In the cradle. <laughs> when you're coming over, Wiger, I don't know when. <laughs> anyway. You'll make it awkward then. Um, uh, I've grown, too, since this. Even in those three years, we've grown since we've Toby. Grown. I mean, physically, yeah. <laughs> we've gotten larger. Our hearts, too. Uh, right, I, back I, to the food. Yes. The, the classic Willowing Fries is a big old... It's a big old piece of piece of meat, and I tell you, that was a great dog. The only thing that I found aesthetically displeasing is that it, ha- it comes in this gigantic trough, and it was a little tilted because it was bigger than the tray, and all the grease was pooling at one end, so it was a lot. It looked super gross. It looked super it gross. It tasted great. It tasted and fucking great. And then I was great. like, is the juice, is that good? Yeah, like, was I kind of like the juice. The juice is kind of good. The juice, it's hot dog flavored water. Yeah. There was a little nub left at the end. There was just because we each took, we all, we were all taking communal bites from Did this you one dunk dog. The nub I the took juice? the nub? Yeah, I took the little nub. It was a little sopped up with the, no, with you the didn't, juice. You, oh, I didn't dunk oh, it, but it had been up, sopped up. Yeah. It had sopped up. I didn't intentionally go in the, but the, the nub was great. And then besides the, I thought the, I thought the dog was really good and crisp. Yeah. Uh, after, after the dog, but also, I wish there was some relish. We probably could have asked for, for some, but there was just yeah. the ketchup mustard. Then moving on. We didn't mention one item, the chicken sandwich. This is the, uh, mm-hmm. they have a spicy or grilled chicken sandwich, kind of the year of chicken sandwiches. They feel like they really had a moment in fast food this mm, year. 2019, the year of the chicky sandwich. It huh? kind of was the year of the chicky sandwich. We got the spicy chicken sandwich, which was breaded uh, and fries. They, you know, it's it, like the footlong comes with fries. The mm. the chicken sandwich comes with fries. The burgers, I think you have to add fries. Or wait, no, the, bur- the burgers do come with fries as a default. So they, there's a lot of fries here. Mm. I mean, we, we were kind of like... And you hate fries. No, I love fries. I'm a big-time fry fan. Mm. We were just kind of overwhelmed with fries. We had a lot of fries. Sounds like you don't like them still. I love them. I think that the Steak and Shake fries are little puny fries. They're little they're little shoestring fries. If They're like... Uh, tung- go on. Oh, I was just going to say, like, Tungus? Yes. I was just going to say Tungus. You're going to say their Tungus is pubes? I was going to say their Tungus is pubes, yeah. Of course. Of course. What, Sus? 
It's just crazy. That what their tungus is pubes? No, that we're just doing this. We just slipped right into it. I mean, a yes. Little, a little secret. We took a break. We took a break. We took a six-hour break. We took a six-hour break. crazy stuff has happened. The house almost burned down. Something weird happened where my my nest alarm, I have cameras in a yes, smoke Yes, we recorded alarm. a bunch. We recorded I a bunch. I had a meeting stuff. with my writing partner, Van Robichaux. It's true. And my, just, my R2-D2 fucking... We took a break in the most inopportune, just in the middle of talking about the food, and we're just going to slide back into it. And you guys yeah. are pros. Well, I just went right into chicken sandwich. Yep. And then we were riffing on Tungus. Anyway, Hughes. the chicken sandwich I didn't think was that great. It's not, that, it's not very I good. I thought you guys were being a little hard to it. The patty itself actually kind of was close to the Wendy's chicken sp- spicy chicken sandwich. It had a good crunch to it, but I think good, it was under-seasoned. I sure. mean, a lot of these places, it's like frozen and then like, mm. you know, re- and if which whatever, I can get on board with that. But it, I don't know. It just felt like I also have gotten really into like the spicy like yeah. chicken sandwiches, like Hell and Ray's that they have sure. out here, mm-hmm. and the other good places. A Nashville chicken sandwich. A Nashville chicken sandwich. Okay. I'll say that I I think the Wendy's chicken sandwich formula, I really only like in terms of it's got a, a patty, I it's got lettuce this. and tomato. I mm. only like at Wendy's. Yep. And every other place I've seen it executed, like the deluxe one they have at Chick-fil-A, I don't mm. like as much as their regular. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, the Popeye's chicken sandwich has just got pickles and spread, and that's all it needs. Yeah. I like a simpler mm. chicken sandwich in general. Fair. That's fair. I, I I thought it was fine. It wasn't yes. great. Again, it was like weirdly. This did have mayo on it, but like weirdly kind of plain again. I don't understand why they don't put more sauces on their stuff. Yes. And maybe this is a big Larry situation, mm-hmm. which, by the way, I, 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 I wait. We already talked about this. Yeah. We already talked about President Big Larry. See, now we're not pros anymore. <laughs> yeah. You threw us off, sauce. Well, that was really right. just you. It yeah. was just me. I'm, I'm voting for President Big Larry. That's who I'm writing in in the next election. <laughs> Um, we really had a mind meld on the Tungus's pubes thing. We yeah, we certainly did. I mean, we're both hacks now. We've we've melded into one fucking shitty hack. Right. Also, my R two D two fucking um, um, timer, kitchen timer, melted on the oven um, because we turned it on without moving it off. I blame you, Weiger, because you turned it on. I think didn't you? Yeah, I did turn it on. Yeah, so you didn't move the R two D two timer and it melted. Well, I don't. What was your timer doing in a place where it's going to be melted by the oven? It's you the used oven to time sucks, with? and so it, you got to move it when you turn on the oven. But why you, do you keep it there? Why don't you put it somewhere else? Because I had uh, that's where it stays, and then I move it when I turn on the oven. It doesn't make any sense. You to me. We melted can't just my R two D two timer. You can't just. I'm sorry for melting your R two D two timer, but I think it's kind of bananas that you don't just find a place that's to keep it. Where, insane. Yeah, I think you just don't use the t- the oven very often. I think that's what the issue. It is. It is true. You I don't use it often. Fuck! What the fuck is this shit? That's what this is really all about. You'll Mitch. save Sister money. I wanted to, I wanted to talk to you healthier. about how you should cook more. <laughs> you should fucking move my R two D two kitchen timer. I didn't know that it was in a place where it was going to get melted. It. It's a it's a kitchen timer. Yeah, that's bad design on their part that it's so meltable. It's yeah, I agree. Well, you did it anyway. It's a gift. Look, it's everyone's fault but mine. Yes, it's I, your fault for leaving it on there. It's their fault for making something so meltable. It's yeah, it's the the, the Weiger special. Off topic. everyone's fault but mine. It's the uh, it's the General Electric Company's fault for making an oven that. Off topic. R two D two doesn't even it. melt in the Star Wars movies unless he ha- it happens in the Rise of Skywalker. Who knows? Do you have Toy Story themed paper towels? Yeah, yes. he does. He's, what this has been discussed oh, before on the podcast. Yeah. Well, what's wrong with that? Hmm. Guess I don't listen as closely as I used to. <laughs> I mean, there's no reason to. It's a throwaway detail. I get a fucking pack. The the, the, the uh, smoke alarms are going off. Let's get back to the food. R two D two is fucking melting. The cats are meowing in the other room. I'm n- now I'm nervous leaving them. Wags. Do you do you like 
Can you fucking crank off? Do you bust in the Toy Story paper towels? The hell you you know what? Am I standing here in the kitchen cranking off? I'm just saying, like, do you take a few? Like, you take like a handful, and like you're busting all over Buzz Lightyear. <laughs> right, Susser's leaving. Susser's Susser got. Is he leaving? Yeah, Susser's leaving. Susser went to the other room. I don't know what's going on exactly. He does. I found him. <laughs> <laughs> I found him in his room. <laughs> <laughs> I need to go check on the cats because Susser just burst into my room to do a bit. <laughs> Buzz Lightyear's face is covered in cum. Oh boy, he's so paranoid. The cats are those fine. Cats. The cats are fine. He's gonna burn them down because. Uh, Susser, do you would you did you have a good meeting with Van? Did you discuss yeah. the Sonic issue with him? That I was gonna talk about it on the podcast. Yeah. Or yeah, I did. Yeah. How do you feel? He he was fine with it. Okay, I haven't talked to Van. I mean, you guys must be both a little bit. It just it just seems it's such a frustrating process when you can't when you work on something and then ultimately an well, external body. We've, we've moved beyond that. I'm just saying. Let's get back to the food. Well, Mitch got out. You got up, and then Mitch got up. We had to talk about something. Turn we on my oven. Dead out of here. Don't touch my oven. I turned it on because we needed it. You melted my R two D two. I'll get you a new one. Yeah, that's what I want to hear. Did you like? The no, shake. You, and no, you won't. Yeah, I did like the shakes. The shakes were good. We the had, we had two good. shakes. We had the... What? You know what's, it's, we just what? have so much shit here. What do you want what me to do? What do you care do? about your R2-D2 timer? I haven't been back. It's the one thing I care about. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't been back. This is insane. I have to leave again tomorrow. This. I'm, I, what do you want me to do? I'm okay. losing my fucking mind. I'm sorry I melted your timer. You, sh- I- you shouldn't have. I feel like you should you should find another place for it, but it was my fault. Um, let's have the okay. Uh, I'm gonna put it in the fucking fridge. How's that? Put it on the counter. There's too much stuff in the kitchen right now. That's your also your fault. No, it's not. I've been gone for three months. There's doughboy shit everywhere. There's now from our good friend Ryan Perez. There's now a JJ on my table. Yeah, there's a JJ Abrams uh, Funko Pop figurine. Get him out of here. He should melt. R2 melts, but... No. <laughs> oh, okay. Should we melt JJ in the oven? <laughs> as as the one Jew here, I <laughs> feel uncomfortable with the direction that this is heading. <laughs> is JJ Jewish? I don't know. Abrams? Mm, I don't know. Doesn't seem not Jewish. Yeah. No. Anyway, well, don't I, do a hate crime. Yeah, I didn't mean it in an anti-Semitic way. Well, I took it that way. <laughs> <laughs> Why was my smoke alarm going off? Anyways, I liked. I did. I maybe liked, it's because your maybe it was your alarm, your fucking timer melting. Do you think that's it? What probably it is? was the timer melting, but we didn't smell any smoke from it. There's no way this timer melting. You made enough of a heat or smoke set that. What are you playing? What are you doing? What are you watching? No, it was phone? my nest. I opened it up again, and there is the video of us. It's just us screaming. <laughs> Posted. It's me and Susser booking it to the sidewalk. I, 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 standing outside. It won't let me silence it. It probably was. It was probably the plastic that was burning. This there episode. Was no smoke. Yeah, there no, was no we smoke. We hadn't started the oven yet. Yes, he had. No, no, we hadn't. No, no, we hadn't. Yeah, you're right. It was probably. It probably has. Sensors. It knew what was gonna happen. It knew Wiger was gonna fucking melt my R two D two. Precog fire. Can I say <laughs> that you blamed the fire alarm going off 
on me backing into your mirror with my chair. Well, first of all, that it, was just you, you looking back into the mirror with a chair. That was just you looking for me to blame. We, we moved the you ta- to blame we moved something the on table me. away from the mirror. Yet you still do it. I have like no room back here. <laughs> you um, got. You're, do you you're, see how cl- how tightly tucked I am I back got here? News for I'm you, a buddy. large man. You got fucking fat, my friend. You can't fit back in your little spot That's anymore. That's not the reason. Yes, it is the reason. That's not the. Re- I can't even extend my legs under if here. You that has nothing to do with me being fat. If you aren't a fucking tubby. You wouldn't fucking knock the chair into the mirror. Mitch, Weiger actually has gained weight, so I don't think it's nice when you make fun of his weight anymore. <laughs> he's gotten, like, seriously, he's gotten pretty tubby. Yeah, I've gotten so got a lot I of weight. I think it's now, it's, it's getting mean. That's that's fair. Am I, I fat I, enough I, where I, I can make I fat guy jokes again? I or is say, it still a problem? you're welcome back. <laughs> oh, all right. I'm no longer a weight trader. Welcome no. back, you fucking fat piece of shit. <laughs> so back to the milkshake. Yes. Yeah. So we had two. We got two of them. We got the Oreo cookies and cream red velvet, That's which right. is a specialty flavor. And we also got the M&M's, which looked delectable. Like just, the M&M's, just, it was like, now we're talking. Yeah, that it one looked, looked really, really great. Yeah. But I will say, in practice, the uh, Mitch, you had, you had a great observation about the M&M's shake. Mm-hmm. <sighs> too big. The M&M's, like Weiger, they're too big. <laughs> they were too big and, unlike Weiger, too hard. They, <laughs> they were just very, like, they were too... They oh were like yeah, Wait, that ice. was that was my issue. They were yeah, too hard. They were too big and too hard. <laughs> they were too big and too hard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um that is definitely nothing I can relate to in any way. <laughs> um uh they, they, biting into it, they hurt your teeth. Yeah, they hurt your teeth. And, and, and we were saying the McDonald's one works so well and Nick you made a good point. They use the smaller ones. Mm-hmm. They use the baking sized M&Ms in the McFlurry, mm-hmm. I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's a, just a better execution of the even though the ice cream is higher quality, this was just the mix-ins were too Frozen and uh, too big. They, it was it was just awkward to eat. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you're going to say something. Exactly. I agreed with this. Yes, and I definitely preferred the red velvet shake better, which we'll get to. But when I stopped by the end, I stopped thinking about it as a milkshake with M and M's, and I thought about it as cold M and M's surrounded by like ice cream. Yeah, and I was like, you know what? I'm liking these spoonfuls. It was. So I yeah. did kind of like it grew on me, even though it's like it's wrong. Mm. They've done something wrong here, but I also kind of liked it. It wasn't bad. I would say I enjoyed it, but it was a little yeah. awkward to eat. Yes. But you're right that if you think of it more of a Sunday or more of as an yes. ice cream treat, like mm. akin to a blizzard than a shake. Right. Uh, uh, the the Oreo cookies and cream red velvet I thought was a home run. I loved it. It was, I thought it was delicious. It was really really. It good. honestly. I thought, because I love, I don't know if you guys like red velvet cake. Mm-hmm. I love it. I think it's great. I do like it. Usually the flavor red velvet, I don't like. Mm. And think if it like tastes like artificial, if it's like an ice cream or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was really good. Yeah. It was really good. Uh, I don't know if I was 100% like, oh, this is definitely red velvet. Like it's reminding me of a red velvet cake, but it was just very good. I agree with that. Right. Uh, was- and I really enjoyed it. I could have like just had a ton of that. Yeah. Well, here's the issue here. We, I mean, we should get we should we should get to our review. Yeah, but here's the issue for me: is it was pretty good. The steak and shake overall, big yeah, big Larry. Uh, let's just get into it. Now. Yes, we should. You want to get to our final? Thoughts. Let's get to our final thoughts. So we'll go around. We'll each give our closing argument and give mm-hmm. this a score from zero to five forks. Susser, a longtime patron of the steak and shake franchise. Your your closing remark, your fork score for this visit. Man, guys, I don't even know. I'm so turned around by it. Mm. Me too. It was while I was waiting for you guys well, for 15 minutes. 
a woman walked by with a uh, younger teenager person. And mm-hmm. she goes, oh, there's a sting jig. Have you ever been? And I said, no. And she said, it's pretty good. You said no? No, no. Th- no, this was a okay. conversation I eavesdropped on. Mm-hmm. Oh, creepy. And she said, it's pretty good. Mm-hmm. And I can't disagree with that. Yeah. But it doesn't really deliver. Mm-hmm. It's still, even though, look, and maybe I'm stuck in my ways, but it's still, it hasn't completely rebranded. It's still mm-hmm. kind of holding on to the past as like kind of a dinery kind of thing, but then they have this like slim down menu. Mm-hmm. And the fries are not great. It's kind of expensive for what it is. There's not table service. There's which not is a table thing. service. I'm not even though the food is good, mm-hmm. I'm not surprised that it's kind of struggling. Yeah. Because this kind of feels like what is it anymore? Right. And like, it, why would you go here as opposed to, say, Shake Shack, which is also, like, you know, in Burbank, it was, like, right around there. Why would you go here mm-hmm. as opposed to a lot of other restaurants? Yeah. It doesn't have, like, a diverse enough menu mm-hmm. that's like, oh, well, and, you know, people aren't really coming here for chili, mm-hmm. I don't think. It's not, it doesn't have enough variety, and I don't know if it can really compete with, like, the best premium burger places. Right. Yeah. I agree with that. So... But the shakes are good. The burgers are good. The food is good. Mm-hmm. I think I would have to give it uh, three forks, wow. three tines. Wow. wow, three forks, three tines. Just on the outside looking Th- in at three, that golden plate. Three and three quarter forks. Yeah. yeah. Wow. All right, Mitch, go ahead. You leaned your head against the microphone momentarily. It's just like it's to a gather cha- yourself. It's a chaotic end of the year, Wags. This is the real chaos energy on this episode. Well, no, I think actually the first half of the episode is pretty calm, energetic. We're talking about things. We're maybe mm-hmm. a little all over the place. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I think a good energy. Mm-hmm. Now it's now it's it's the dark side. Yeah. Just like Rise of Skywalker, we're getting a little bit of a. Hmm. And I don't know if those are done, by the way. Okay, no peeking. No peeking. <laughs> um, um, I was peeking. <laughs> um, look, Big Laurie was introduced into the mix. We went to Victorville where yes. outside it was a lot like a scene from that movie Twister. Mm-hmm. Today, it's, it was like a lot like that movie A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. Mm-hmm. It was a nice little day out. What? That doesn't fucking work for you? No, I think that's good. <laughs> I was just processing it. Big I was I didn't know if you meant like literally because it was a beautiful day in the neighborhood, like just taking the title at face value or if you're making some sort of Mr. Rogers reference. <sighs> but when I understood what you meant, I thought I was like it's good, it's really good. God. I wish Mr. Rogers could meet you. Because I think he'd be like you'd be the one person on earth he'd be like, "Fuck you, Nick. Who's, you- who's this dork? <laughs> this guy's a fucking loser. Eat shit." <laughs> What's that? What's that, Daniel Tiger? You think Weiger is a pussy? <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> Anyways, Big Larry came in. Yeah. Look, when you drop sus into the Doughboys, it makes things better. Mm. A little uh, bit of sus goes yeah. a long well, not goes a long way. That's, that's an insult now. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> most people probably would agree with that. <laughs> Adding sus to the mix, uh, you, 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 it's like making a big stew. It tastes great. Mm-hmm. Mm. Big Larry mixing into this 
into this into steak and shake it's it's not as good yes the equation is off we have to go back for breakfast we have to revisit a real steak and shake we yeah we need one with table service this is look i struggle with a lot of restaurants on this podcast it's hard to figure out where they lie this is probably the biggest. This is probably the one that's maybe the toughest to review of all of them. It's Nick. an enigma. It is an enigma. It's why we keep going back. It is it's why true. we keep going back. But I want them to look to the future because we too got to look to the future. Nick, it's 2020. Right. It's going to be the year 2020. And I think we got to solve Steak and Shake in this new year and move on from it. I think we got to finally figure out what the deal is with this place. Give it a final fork review. In 2020, we need to finally see. Steak and shake with perfect clarity. That's I agree. Mm-hmm. And it's time it's time to move on. And is it time to move on from steak and shake? Or do they stay with their tried and two classic and have that menu? Because you're right. They're in an in-between place and the, and they're not moving on. The they're murky middle. They're 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 fucking up. They're they're losing places. Stores are closing. Victorville is closed. They're an eight seed in the NBA playoffs. It's, they're it's, neither rebuilding or or winning a championship. They gotta, I completely agree with that. Yeah. They gotta do something. They gotta I'm, do something. I'm looking ahead. I'm looking to the future in this year. I hope that steak and shake does too. And I think that we're gonna figure it out when we go and visit. I'm going to give it three forks and three times as well. It's going to be the hand-holding club with sus. Wow. The burgers didn't have any sauce on it. Like, come on. Some weird decisions. Just some weird... And, and the menu, but I But then say. also, it was a deli- the burger was pretty delicious, and like, but it just tasted like a classic diner burger. Like, if I went to a yes. diner and got that burger, I'd be like, hey, this is pretty good. That's the level of what it was. But like, shouldn't it be more? Well, that's what I keep coming back to. I mean, but the food was good. That's what I mean. We were sitting there... <sighs> That point, to me, is the big one, because we were sitting there, and we kept going, you know what? This is pretty good. Yeah. We, we kept we kept saying that. I enjoyed... Yeah, the chicken sandwich was a weak point, but the fries are, are serviceable. The footlong was great. Mm-hmm. I had that, and I was like, I wish I'd gotten the just the big footlong for myself, or I'd gotten the chili cheese footlong. Yeah. It's good. It's a it very really good, really good. Ho- grilled hot dog. I agree. The And it feels like high-quality meat. The um, the chili mac was good. The chili mac supreme, I enjoyed. Mm-hmm. I liked the chili spaghetti. I thought it was, you know, again, like the the the. It was very, fla- it was flavorful and delicious and filling. I, I thought it was like a great unique item that they had there. I wish they had more of that unique those unique elements on the menu instead of just being so burger dominated. Because mm-hmm. really, like two thirds of the menu is just burgers, and I feel like they got to they got to uh, either diverse. They're like they haven't streamlined enough. So now it's just like they have some weird scattered remnants from their their old menu, uh, but I love this. I love the shakes. I don't know. I I was gonna say three and a half, but I feel like I'm in the same. I'm gonna go in the hand holding club with you guys mm-hmm. because I'm also so indecisive that I feel like I need the company of all of us. I feel like we need to to be together on this journey. So I'm going to say three forks, three tines. Wow. I feel like that wow. is that is where this place belongs. It's not quite in the platinum or the golden plate club, but it's certainly not bad. It's mm-hmm. quite good. Agreed. We inter- interesting. Oh, the service was great there, by the way. Oh, and this is another thing. They have a tip jar for cash, but that you cannot tip on the card, which I love to cash tip, but it I hate it when places do that. Mm-hmm. Cuz it's like let let us tip on the card if you don't have cash cuz otherwise those employees are just getting the short shrift in terms of tips a lot of t- gratuity because a lot of people don't carry cash anymore. Big Larry making his moves to, for his presidency. Yeah, I don't. It's it's Big Larry. I'm I'm just skeptical of this guy all, all around. Mm-hmm. Uh, hey, that was our review of Steak and Shake. Wow, it's time for a segment. 
It's the final edition of Snacker Whack of 2019. And for this very special edition, we have whipped up some of, Qu- some of Quincy's own oven fries. That's right, Nick. Wow, they're very crispy. Those look very crispy. We indeed put them at 450 so we, they'll crisp up. We did them at 450 so they crisp, up, they, they crisp up, just like I tell my ma to do it. Yes. I mean, this is fake. I've never told her to do that. <laughs> it's real. From the Johnny Pemberton episode. Yes. Those are hot-looking fries right now. I'm afraid they look very eat hot. them in some way, but they look very good. They, they look good. They literally just came out of the oven. Okay, we well, should maybe let them cool a little bit. <laughs> Susser going for it. <laughs> That's going to be unpleasant to listen to. <laughs> <laughs> they seem too hot. It does It does seem piping hot. Oh, my God. Emma, Emma just, just went, went for in. it. It's like good hot. It's good hot? I mean, it's okay. hot. It's hot. Yeah. Don't, you know. All right. I'm going to reach over. So they're, they're just sitting on a paper plate. Thank you very much, Emma. Wow. We we whipped these up in Mitch's oven. We melted his R2-D2 timer how, in how the do process. These you melted them. How do these compare to how your mom makes them? My mom makes them better, of course, mm. but these are pretty good. I got a picture of these I just took. Oven fries. Do we need salt on them? Maybe. There, there's a lot of, there's a lot of chewing right into my... Yeah. This is really good. I'm like very satisfied with these. Susser's, these are the Orida crinkle cut. Susser's, I really like a crinkle cut fry. Susser is helping himself to a lot of fries right now. I haven't eaten any food. I was say, we've been going for like a solid seven hours yes. at this point, mm-hmm. and no one's eaten anything. I haven't yeah. eaten anything since. We normally do taste test segments during records, but we haven't done anything because of all the stuff Why we've been Why did you tell today. me not? You like, don't put too many on there. Why? Because it said it would cook. It would take longer to cook. No, we should have. We, we should have. I, 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 in fact, I'm eating the rest of them. It had different directions for a half bag versus a three quarters bag. So I was like, put the half bag on there. All right. Because otherwise, it, it would have taken even longer. It timed out pretty perfectly. Those They were done in time for when we were getting... We finished our restaurant review, and Emma pulled them out of the oven. It kind of timed out well. Do you have any salt or ketchup? No. <laughs> we might have some old cranch sauce. Oh, let me check in the kitchen next to the melted R2-D2. I, can... I think you're too bitter about what that. What kind of oven fries are they? Yeah, that's ridiculous, Mitch. These are Orida. They are crinkle cut. And they are they. I kept them pretty basic. I didn't want to get one with breading or anything or any kind of seasoning. I just wanted to keep them simple. I will say that I like that these are a little bit crispy. They're a little bit burnt, but in a good way. I like of I like fries out of a deep fryer. I haven't messed around with an air fryer. I'm intrigued by it, but I think as frozen fries in the oven go, this is pretty clearly a snack. Some more seasoning would be great, but as as is out of the bag, they're not bad. And I think if you, you could wake these up with some ranch or some ketchup pretty mm-hmm. easily. Mitch is saying something from the kitchen. He said, well, I got news for you. And then I looked in there and he's got a bowl full of what looks like takeout ketchup packets. That's right. I was right. Nailed it. How exciting. This is big news. Is there hot sauce in there? There's a bunch of hot sauces. A bunch of hot sauces. And... It's about to get weird. I'm playing yeah. Death Stranding right now. and How is it? It's fucking awesome. But these small fries remind me of there's like these floating grubs that you can eat to uh, re- restore your health. That's kind of what they look like. Guess what? A big thing of kosher salt. Wow, how oh. about that? Literally the like Costco bulk size box. And there was one ketchup in here at least. Let's see. A gourmet selection of hot sauces from various restaurants. That's true. No, mostly Taco Bell and Del Taco. I keep them. I, oh, wise, here's a ketchup. I keep the packets. I don't throw them away. Here's another ketchup. I think everyone might just get one ketchup. Packet. It's okay. I ate all my fries already. <laughs> I'm kosher salting up my fries. 
Well, so when it comes to salt, you like the kosher, but when it comes to JJ, he goes in the <laughs> oven. <laughs> no? <laughs> is JJ Jewish? I don't know if JJ is Jewish. I'm going to find this out. All right, you can throw that catch a peck at a uh, Weiger. Hmm, let's see. Like literally throw it at yes, him or please. hand it to him? He went What's to Sarah Weiger? Lawrence. Thank oh, you. Oh, I nailed it right on his plate. That was pretty rad. Let's see. Hold on. There's not a religion entry on Where is his. he from? Uh, he's from Here, right? New York. But it says, he was born in New York, but he went to Palisades Charter High School, which I assume is in the Pacific Palisades out here. Command right. F, Jew. Okay, here we go. <laughs> uh, he is Jewish, and his wife is Roman Catholic, and he sometimes takes his children to religious services on Jewish holidays. So there you go. This kosher salt is, like, thick as hell. Yep. Yeah, I think this, I don't know that this is meant to be table salt. Mm. I think this might be cooking salt. You know what? With the ketchup and the salt, now they're really good. I agree. These are great. Oven fries works. Nailed it. Oven fries. Yeah, they're a snack. They're good. They're a snack. Snack. Hey, hit us with your picks of your own oven fries. Hashtag oven mize. Oven mize? Yeah, oven mize. Like my oven fries. That's good. It works. Yeah, it works. Uh, what do you think? You think snack? Everyone says snacks all around? Yeah, snack all around. Mm-hmm. Well, there, there you go. Hey, a snack thrilling all, closure to the, to the oven fries thread we started up earlier. You know that fun bit we had? Well, now we've got a low energy resolution. <laughs> a jokeless resolution. Not only well, that. Well, you know what? In the new year, we'll like count them or something. And yeah. <laughs> everyone will love that. We should have counted oven yeah. fries. That was snack or whack. It was worth it to melt my R2-D2. Just like a restaurant without your feedback. Let's open up the feedback. Today's email comes to us from Victor Newmark. Victor writes, I love the Sandy Wexler double because I've also what? spent way too much time debating and analyzing Sandler with other dorks. You can't mean me and Mitch. Have you read the Vulture ranking of Adam Sandler movies? It goes way beyond a typical Vulture list and is the deepest dive I've ever seen about his work. I'm curious to know your thoughts on the piece and would also love to know what your own Mount Sandmores are. Mm. Bonus... Sandler is the king of shameless brand integration. What is your favorite product placement in a Sandler movie? Most memorable product placement in a movie or TV show in general? Wow. Um, so okay. I've got a the lot Sandler of, a ranking. A lot of questions. There's a lot of things in there's there. There's a lot going on, but here's here's the Sandler ranking, and we'll just... I, I do not believe this is real. People hated this episode when we talked about Sandy Wexler. It was... Susser wants to go home. No, 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 but I, I'm, I, I'm happy to talk about Sandler, but... Um... Sandy Wexler, I thought, I mean, I think people just are like such, they were, at the time Sandy Wexler came out, there was such that Sandler skepticism Mm. was just sort of there. And I think the, I think that was kind of the issue. Uh, So this Vulture article, oh, God damn it. Are they fucking paywalling me? I previewed this at home. It wasn't paywalled. You only get like one preview a year. Why am I getting paywalled? I'm going to put it in, in incognito mode. Let's see what happens. Wow. Okay, here we go. 10, number 10, 51st Dates. Okay. Number 9, Happy Gilmore. Mm. Number Whoa, 8. Number 9 is Happy Gilmore? Number 8, Funny People. Mm-hmm. Number 7, The Week Of. Number 6, The Water Boy. Number 5, Big Daddy. Number 4, Billy Madison. Number 3, Punch Drunk Love. This list is insane. Number 2, The Wedding Singer. And the number 1 Adam Sandler movie of all time just says the best Adam Sandler movie, according to Vulture. 2006's Click. That's insane. This list is insane. <laughs> I think that Click 
while is something that kind of people make fun of and actually is maybe better than it gets a rap as, but number one is insane. This this list is ins and I'm mad now. So now we're ending the year with me mad. Are you happy? You did it. I was gonna end like that regardless. That's not. I'm ha- I was happy before this. Then all this shit happened, everything went down, and then this the Sandler thing is the last straw, honestly. This is bullshit. We shouldn't have taken a break. We should have just recorded all the way through. Shut up. Just shut up for a second. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Number one is Happy Gilmore, you fool. Number two is... Oh, I'm sorry. Number one is Billy Madison. I already fucked up. Number two is... Hmm, Happy Gilmore. Number three is... Waterboy, number four is Punch Drunk Love. <laughs> really? Waterboy would be that high for you? I like Waterboy. Mm. Number five is Little Nicky. I don't know. And then after what? that. What? Well, what else What else comes before Little Nicky? Here's, here's mine. Okay. I'll go. Billy Madison, number one. Mm-hmm. Number two, Zohan. Wow. wow. Number three, Happy Gilmore. Number four, Big Daddy. Wow. I'm oh. not really as convinced about the order, to be honest. Mm. And Wedding Singer, I would put like... Punch maybe, Club didn't make your list? I mean, it's great, and it's cool to see him do it. Mm. But I think that, for me, the best of Sandler is when he's doing comedies. Mm. And it's interesting. I haven't seen Uncut Gems. I'm very excited about it. Uncut it's Gems interesting and cool for him to do the serious movies. But I think that we like people... We like these comedy people for doing their comedies. Yeah, and he's fun. done sure. a lot of comedies. Mm-hmm. Uh, number one, The Cobbler. Number two, Men, Women, and Children. Jesus. Number three, Bedtime Stories. And of course, number four, his 9-11 movie, Rain Over Me. Uh, no, my honest my honest take would be, that's a w- fucking weird-ass movie. Rain Over Me? It's like a real, like, it's like a Ran is easy but real. It's like his family died in 9-11. Jesus. It's very strange. I, I, got, a, I got my list now. Yeah. A Ran is easy but real? Is that what someone's family dying in 9-11? Yeah, <laughs> if you actually survived it, your real Ran is easy. Is it a Mount Sand- Sandler more? Yeah, Mount Sandmore. That's what he asked Mount for specifically. Sandmore. Okay, so we just need to do four. Yeah. You already did four. Uh, I did more than four, I think. No, you did four. No, All you right. did four. You did exactly four. All right, so Punch Drunk Love was, was your fourth. I've changed it. Okay. One is Billy Madison. Mm-hmm. Two is Happy Gilmore. They don't also have to be ranked. Three is the presidents the, are not ranked on Mount Rushmore. Three is the Water Boy. Number one. Yeah, I agree. Three is Water Boy, <laughs> and four is Big Daddy. Wow, I forgot about Big Daddy. Uh, I would say mine. Mine will include. I will say my real one: Punch Drunk Love, and then Punch Happy Drunk Gilmore. Love would be my fifth. Wedding Singer, and my fourth one. Might be grown ups too. Wow. Wow. Just a lot of laughs in there. Very silly movie. You like the moment where Shaq throws the guy over the house. Yeah, it's funny. Mm-hmm. And what's what's everyone's uh what's everyone's Mount President more? Washington mm, actually, time out. <laughs> John Adams. <laughs> well, uh, Quincy? John Quincy Adams. Washington. Lincoln. <laughs> That's it. And then uh don't ask me to name any more presidents. Yeah. Uh and then, as far as the branded, yeah, uh, I mean, Dunkachino is so Dunkachino clearly. One, yeah. It's not even a discussion. That's funny you say that because I also think that uh, Billy Madison. Hit. It does have funny branded stuff like the subway commercial. The, yes. Oh, I'm sorry. Happy Gilmore. Happy hitting, Gilmore. Sorry, hitting the subway sub into the guy's yeah. mouth is really. But funny. I mean, Dunkachino. Dunkachino's great. Is it's the best. Good joke. It's good. Yeah. 
But uh, also, I, I is remember, that the best branded thing ever? No, I would like. I actually thought of. You mentioned Subway. I thought of the first product placement I noticed, and it really stuck with me as a kid because it was the first time I was like, "Whoa!" They paid to put that in the movie. Was in Terminator Two when they're eating Subway sandwiches. The cops are eating Subway, mm. and I was like, "Whoa!" Like I, I like I felt like I I noticed something. I mean, the no best product placement is probably the Reese's Pieces in ET. E. Yeah, gotta yes. be. Uh, like if, if you want to say like the best, just because it worked very well and it like made that yeah. brand popular. Yeah, my understanding is that one of the more lucrative ones was they put a it in the movie The Firm, the Tom Cruise movie The Firm. He drinks Red Stripe beer, which wow. is a Jamaican beer that wasn't really available readily in the States. And now mm. it's like a staple of grocery stores. Like that in and of itself put it, put the brand on the map. Um, I'll also say Little Nero's from Home Alone. Right. That's huge. That's a good one. And Little Nero's is everywhere now. Yeah. Hey, if you have a question or comment about the world of chain restaurants, you can email us at doughboyspodcast at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail at 830-GO-DO. That's 830-463-6844. And to get the Doughboys Double Air weekly bonus episode, join the Golden or Platinum Play Club at patreon.com slash doughboys. Evan Susser, a treat as always to have you. Do you have anything you'd like to plug? Uh, yes. Uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, season seven, February 6th. Watch that. Wow. Uh, Deli Boys. We didn't talk enough about Deli Boys. Yeah, how's it going? I thought we talked just enough about Deli Boys. But we didn't talk about it at all. Yeah, Men- no, perfect men- level. <laughs> mentioning it once at the very end of the podcast. It's coming back, baby. Wow. wow. You and David Phillips, your podcast where you review delis. Yeah, same hosts. Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> and yeah, that's about it. How exciting. Um, I just want to say, Wags, thanks for a fun year. Thanks you to yeah, thank you to you, Mitch. And I think we were you're right. We were right early on. We were saying it's just kind of like a little bit more harmonious in 2019. It worked. So maybe next it year it will be fucking a hell. Yeah, you it might be bad again. It might be bad again. Well, last time there was an election year, we had the blow up. So it yeah. might be we might have another blow up. We'll uh, see. Oh my god, a full, that's crazy. Yeah. Uh, do you want to make any predictions again, you fucking idiot? Uh, yeah, Hillary's gonna win. Um, hey. Uh, Sus, thank you because you you helped us at the end of the year here big time. Of course. Huge part of the team. And of Mm -hmm. course, uh, uh, Emma, thank you so much for everything you do for us. We could not do the show without you. Uh, We really mean that. And uh, and you song. A special drop in in you song. Good to see you. Thanks for letting me hang out for a little bit. Thank you for everything you've done for Doughboys and continue to do. Mm -hmm. Uh, We're happy. We're very very proud of you. We miss you being around lately. Oh, thanks. Um, Uh, Well, like, I guess this is the right time to say it. Like, working for you guys uh, for so long has always been. Hey, the lights went out. Weird. (laughs) Oh, my God. You song's been shot. Oh, my God. God. How could this happen? Who did it? He's dead. <gasps> wow. Oh, my God. Well, Emma, I guess that means you're the new Doughboys producer. Uh, congratulations. Yeah. Thanks. Uh, we'll try to get to the bottom of you song's murder in 2020. <laughs> Until next time, for the Spoonman Mike Mitchell, I'm Nick Weiger. Happy. <laughs> See ya. <laughs> to be continued. Double. On the next Doughboys Double, it's the 2019 Doughboys Christmas special, featuring Paul Rust, John Gabris, Alana Johnston, Mookie Blakelock, and more. It's a wigerful life. Get the Doughboys Double every Tuesday only at patreon.com slash doughboys. The Doughboys are going on the road in 2020. For tickets and info on all our upcoming tour dates, check out headgum.com slash live. Do it. Sources for this week's intro include 2014, a blowout compensation year for Sardar Briglari by John Hamburger. Fresno couldn't wait for a steak and shake. A year later, it's closed. What happened by Bethany Clough? 
Anne Arendelle, restaurateur, indicted in plot to frame wife as terrorist, burn business by Phil Davis. U.S.-born Steak and Shake closes its only U.K. site by Georgia Bronte. Where Steak and Shake lost its way by Danny Klein. And the Steak and Shake website. Full list of sources available in the episode description. That was a HeadGum Podcast. <laughs>